of people. Tim is totally 100% right. Tim just made the most, the most prescient and most salient comment of the entire week. I don't care what else you hear. I don't care what other pundits you hear this week, soothsayers, spokespeople. Tim made really the truest statement of all about 14 seconds ago as that song was ending. Where Tim just said that America really won't be happy until Britney dies. Her time has come. That's my America. <laughs> She's peaked. It's time to die. <laughs> I think I think the actual comment out of Tim's mouth was, what could be more American than Britney dying? <laughs> uh, all right. Hey there. It's uh, three minutes and 18 seconds after the hour of 11. And this, the month of January, the year of our Lord, 2008. This year's getting off to a smashing start. That's all I can say. Uh, it's 503-733-2970 as we begin this, the Rick Emerson radio program, live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Uh, thank you for coming by, making it part of your listening day. We are live from the plushly appointed yet not overly ostentatious studios of AM 970 Solid State Radio. Uh, it is Friday, uh, January 4th. 4th, yes. Uh, Friday, January 4th, 2008. Thank you for coming by. It's 503 733 970, you want to uh, join us today with your comments, your questions, your clarifications, your rampant speculation about how the sad, sad saga of Britney Spears will play itself out. And Sarah's doing the, I was going to say the old face, but it's the old, the old there's more news face. About no, every just, 15 seconds now. This is awful. I actually woke up in the middle of the night because you had called me oh, at yeah. like midnight. And I was obviously <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Then I wake up and Squid had sent me all these text messages. I'm laying in bed and it's four, like 4.45 in the morning. I'm like, should I get up? Should I not get up? Should I get up? And finally I'm like, I am never going to be able to go back to sleep until I just go and see what's happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is, uh, let me just get a couple things out of the way. First of all, we're going to talk to Lisa Desjardins, who's whose existence and coverage is being overshadowed today by Britney Spears. So we're sorry about that, but we're going to be part of the problem. We, the Rick Emerson Show is proud to be part of the ills plaguing our society. Um, I think Lisa actually said this morning, while we were talking to where we were booking her for the show, I think she actually said, curse you, Britney Spears, curse you. Um, so I guess there was an election of some kind or a vote or something happened yesterday, but doesn't matter now. Um... If you haven't heard why we're talking about Britney Spears, we'll get to that in just a second. It's, uh, yeah, don't tell them yet. I won't reveal it quite yet. Um, but so the I like, you know, because I'm a nerd, I was sitting at home last night with a big a big bowl of, like, cheese dip watching the Iowa caucus, because that's what I do. And I was sitting there just wallowing in the in the, the political coverage on CNN, and Larry King feebly trying to banter back and forth with Wolf Blitzer. And I watched political coverage until about 12.30 last night, just because it's really the only sport I follow. And just as I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm doing, and because I'm obsessive, compulsive, and I'm a geek, I do what all of us do. Before you go to bed, what do you do? You check your email account, your, your, your MySpace, whatever. Wherever it is you get messages, you do a final check of all that stuff before you go to bed. And just as I was logging off last night, I thought, maybe I should check TMZ to see kind of what's going on in the world. Should I? I don't know. Just in case. It's kind of late. Trazodone's kicking in. Maybe I ought to get a bit. Nah, I'll check TMZ. And I go to TMZ, and, and this is all we're going to say about it right now. I went to TMZ last night, and what, what to my wondering eyes should appear? But Britney Spears being wheeled out of her house in a hospital gurney in the back of an ambulance with a crazy smile on her face. Really, all she was missing was the straight jacket and Napoleon the 14th playing in the background. Man, That's have it. have you seen the close-up oh, video yeah. of her in the back of the ambulance? Yeah. The close-up oh, yeah. one? Oh, yeah. Now you all have all this stuff on your website today, do you? I, I do. I have, I have everything that I can get my hands on on Sarah here. SarahXDillon.com. Uh, and that is a compendium of all the known Britney news in the universe at this moment. SarahXDillon.com. It's Sarah with an H. SarahXDillon.com. 
Com. Yeah, everything you need to know, you can find it. But there's just more stuff coming out like every 10 seconds now. I know, I'm so. refreshing TMZ literally like every 20 seconds. So I go to T- I go to TMZ last night. I see Brittany being shoved in the back of an ambulance, strapped down. I mean, restrained to a gurney. And, and I mean... And my wife deals with the crazy, and so I know a little bit about this, where, you know, it's those, like, padded leg cuffs when you are a danger to yourself or others, and that's what they're using on her. And so what do I, immediately I text Sarah, you know, OMG, Britney Spears being put in the back of an ambulance right now. And about five minutes later, I get to come back, what? What are you talking about? Because I think you were asleep. I was asleep. And, of course, you couldn't resist calling me back. Uh, and I'm like, oh my, oh, my God, they're putting Britney Spears in the back of an ambulance. Uh, and then you got up again at 5 a.m. to check. Because I, I squid had been texting Because you. I heard my phone ringing. Um, <laughs> like, it was doing that beeping thing after you'd missed a call. Yeah. And so I finally, I'm like, oh, I had this specific message, I think. Like, how could you not do this? Let's see. Inbox. Let's see. This is from you. Britney Spears was just wheeled out from her home on a hospital gurney. Uh, Squid Brittany was taken from her ham- home by an ambulance to Cedar Sinai. She was on drugs, and her kids were taken from her. Yeah. How could I not Seriously. wake up for that? Fantastic. Oh. So, more about this to come. Tim Riley is working on the following stories for your edification today. Elsewhere, an 82-mile stretch of I-84 remains closed at Hermiston after high winds blow over semis. Heavy wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour will hit the Portland metro area later tonight. Stolen garden gnomes, remember, turn to their owners in Springfield. A mother and daughter are trapped in an elevator for two days. And the political pollsters, wrong as usual. Excellent. Oh, and of course, uh, we'll go inside Britney's breakdown. Now, the latest is, Access Hollywood has spoken to Lynn Spears, Britney's mother, who is extremely distraught at this moment, crying on the phone and asking, just say prayers. Okay, we'll get right on that. Meanwhile, the children are in the loving arms of K-Fed. Brittany is now in a 72-hour mental lockdown, involuntary. Is that it? Do we have a, is, that, uh, is that where we are at the moment? It's changing by the moment. I feel like one of those guys in the 29 stock crash watching the tape come off the ticker, but the ticker's running in 90 minutes. Uh, the ticker's 90 minutes behind! NASDAQ down 7,000! So this was a hostage situation. All right. It was, uh, okay, now we just had... Brittany's younger sister, Jamie Lynn, apparently is at the hospital. What, what, what? Oh, I mean, oh, with Brittany. Yeah. Not for herself. No, no, okay. no, no. She's going well, God, who do I? Oh, well, that's all we really, that's all, that's all that's missing right now. With every uh, death, there must be a birth. Is for, to everything, there is a season, Tim. Turn, turn, turn. Uh, all right, and we just, moments ago, Lisa Desjardins was on the, the call-in line, and now she's not there. So I don't know if Richie inadvertently hung up on her, if we lost her call, or, um, all right, well, we'll I'm watch sure that. Call back. We'll watch that for a second. So... But this it really is just breaking faster than we can even cover. Now, all I'm going to say, and then we'll talk, we'll do a whole in-depth thing on the Britney situation later. We're going to talk to Jim Roop about Britney Spears, uh, because they were already supposed to be having some sort of a press conference or a deposition or whatever today anyway. Um, Richie is also, uh, I think we may be talking to somebody from the National Enquirer again today, because they've got a, de- they've got a reporter, of course, dedicated to the Britney Spears story, because she is the gift that continues have, to give. Yeah, a reporter dedicated to Britney Spears, period. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, every day. Um, so, when I saw her being put on the gurney, though, loaded into the back of the ambulance, it really, she did, for all the world, look a lot like uh, Regan and the Exorcist, just with that crazy looping, you know, that, Mommy, what's wrong with me? <laughs> all right, I believe this is Lisa. Um, so, ladies Ladies and gentlemen, let's now welcome to the Rick Emerson Show from the Hill, CNN radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins. Hello, Lisa. How are you today? Hi, guys. I've missed you. How's it going? How are things? When's the last time you had five hours of sleep in a row? 
geez. Uh, what day is today? Thursday? Today is Friday. I don't know, maybe today's Friday. Friday. Yeah. Um, maybe Monday. Yeah, excellent. That's but see think, that that's yeah. because you were on what Hunter S. Thompson once called the fastest track of them all. <laughs> so. I, oh yeah, and see there you go. There's the uh, there's the actual boarding call for my plane as as we speak. All right. It's just uh, so. Uh, uh, all right. So I know uh, you're you're gonna have to something? you're gonna yeah. have to go here in a second. Yes, yes. Because well, I've got time. I mean, it's a, believe me, there there are crazy long lines trying to get on this plane. Wait, yes, you just reference you just reference Cameron Crowe in airplanes. Are you doing say anything or almost famous there? Oh, nice. I was thinking almost famous actually. So wait, does that make you Patrick? Does that make you? No, wait, <laughs> no. hold on. Does that make me uh, Penny Lane, or does that make you Penny Lane, and I'm in the terminal and I'm running through your fingers? Oh, or am what? I going to Morocco? Oh, okay. See, that's because the two of us were talking. I was thinking that you were doing that earlier scene where she's right, taking yeah. off, and then Patrick Fugit is there, and he's running through the terminal watching her because she she has to leave. There's also the sister who's the, who's the stewardess. All right, okay. Seeing that the, this is the genius of you, me, us, this show, and Cameron Crowe, is that we could go like nine <laughs> different ways there. Um, exactly. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Let's Iowa, all, how about it? I guess there was some sort of a vote that happened last night, uh, and uh, I. Uh, I See, this is this is what I'm telling Sarah. I just I curse Britney Spears. I curse her. We I mean we get you know maybe four legitimate big headline political days a year. Four maybe you know big ones. And Britney Spears has to butt in on our our headline day when people actually want to talk about politics. She can't leave uh, well enough alone. Um, the yeah. uh, well maybe if you know one of the candidates were to get some sort of a crude tattoo put on their forehead after a late night of binge <laughs> drink like maybe you could get Fred Thompson out there to get a nose piercing for no readily apparent reason and then right, shave his right. head uh, um, which reminds me I was I was at Fred Thompson staying in I was I was off on that uh-huh yeah he said what did he say he said uh, he said well this gets me a ticket to the next dance uh, yeah, exactly. I I will say I won the uh, internal CNN pool for uh, for the final placement though, of the candidates. So really, uh, really on both sides. You know, I I messed up on. Um, I had Joe Biden coming in fourth on the Democrats, so uh -huh. I got I got that wrong, and uh, I also had McCain coming in third on the Republicans. Is there? But, uh, a, but otherwise, it did all right. Is there some sort of a prize for uh, for winning that pool, or is it just the esteem of your colleagues? Um, alcohol. Excellent. They, all have, they all have to buy me drinks. Excellent. Um, all mm -hmm. right, so let's. It, so Tim and I were talking about this actually. That I stayed up. I watched, uh, and I, I did. I was uh, loyal to CNN. I watched CNN's uh, coverage of the, the, the caucus until about 12:30 last night. And then, just as a side note, right as I went to bed, I was checking my email, and I thought, I'll check TMZ and see if anything's happening anywhere. And there, of course, is Britney being wheeled into a stretcher, restrained, you know, like some sort of rabid animal. But um, so I watched the coverage all last night, and I did all of this, all of this stuff to get to. But I'll just hit kind of the high points of you because I, I know you, I know you got to bail here. But um, no, no worries. I mean, I think everybody, everybody is sort of. I'm not trying to diminish the importance of the caucus, but I do think it's. Do you think it's being uh, a little? Do you think it's being a little artificially inflated in the sense that uh, everybody is now sort of writing the obituary of, in this case, Hillary Clinton, and right. they have done everything but dip Barack Obama in gold and stick him, uh, you know, and, and, and stick him in the White House already? And it does seem like a. Give or take, it was more or less a freeway split between him uh, and Edwards and uh, Hillary. I guess that's not actually accurate, but it wasn't the blowout that it sort of seems to be depicted as. It was as. not. No, wait, wait, wait. No, it, it was not a three-way split. And I'm not trying to take up one person's cause or another. But when you're in a race with eight candidates 
and you win by eight percentage points, that's a big deal. That's not close. Like, that's... That's, that's a significant win. Does it seem, now in a caucus, and maybe I'm wrong about this, correct me if I'm wrong, that in the Iowa caucus it is limited to those who are registered to one party or another or registered as independents, is that true? You actually have to register with one party or the other, right. but you can do it at the caucus, and okay. you can change your registration at the caucus. Okay, and so is this... Um, is this... Which I have to say was my favorite part of yesterday was actually going to one of these caucuses because... They've got to make some sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, some sort of movie about it because it is, it is just a bizarre and fantastic uh, sort of waiting for government experience. It, it was, it's outstanding. And we had this uh, sort of a uh, kind of deadhead guy running our caucus who was very cool with everything. And we had a bunch of uptight political types and uh, people actually trying to win votes with homemade cookies. And uh, at one point, a top, one of the top moments all day was <laughs> as everyone's gathering into their first groups. I just I saw a woman kind of wandering around, and I walked up to her, and she said, "Is there anyone else for Dodd? Anyone?" <laughs> oh, man, I can I tell the saddest moment last night? So I'm sitting there watching. What? I'm watching the television. And I think it was Norman Mailer who talked about boxing, and Mailer said that he always, no matter who he is, he always feels tremendous sympathy for the boxer who is losing the fight. And I remember sitting there last night and watching the big zero on the screen for Dodd and just kind of going, oh, God, it's so sad. And just, 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 and like trying to use my Jedi mind power to will someone to vote for him just because I didn't want to see the big goose egg up there. Um, was it sort of expected, though, that Obama would win last night? I mean, it, everybody sort no, of. No, no, it wasn't. You know, I, th I, I think you're pulling a little revisionist history here, my I don't friend. know. I think. I only... it, it was not. I think it really was going to go any which way. There was a point probably two days ago. I thought John Edwards was going to take it, but then when I spent more time here in Iowa, I, I did. I did think that uh, Barack Obama was pulling ahead. But as evidence, I you know I won the CNN pool. Most of CNN, most of the CNN uh, crowd uh, thought that Hillary was going to take it. So it, I think I think it was a little bit of a. It was very tight that Democratic race. Very very tight. And I, I think you're right though. It is not over for Hillary Clinton. Uh, not by a long shot, but New Hampshire, if she loses New Hampshire significantly, then then she's really got a problem. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I, of course, and I don't mean to turn a blind eye, by, and I don't mean to, to do a drastic revision of the text by saying that it's a three-way split. That's sort of the wrong way to put it. I think there are still, I guess my take on it is when you look at it on a pie chart, there are the three big... <laughs> There's the three big contenders. That's true. There are the and big that's three. And that's it. Right. That's it. And, and nobody else mattered. Yeah. And, it, and it, it seems to me at this point, and we're really, really looking ahead of ourselves here, but it seems like as dumb as the Democrats typically are, I mean, the Democratic Party is usually just run by self-destructive fools, but it doesn't seem like they could possibly have it in their heads that they want to basically abandon the massive political machinery and clout that the Clinton campaign would offer them. Uh, I cannot mm -hmm. fathom that they would just say, no, 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 we, we don't want the most awesome and finely tuned political machine in the history of the world uh, in the general election this fall. I mean, and, this is, and I'm not trying to knock Barack Obama in any way. I'm just saying in the, in the right. sense of real politic, they need a kneecapper. And it just seems like that they would be fools, uh, you know, to sort of. You know, imme immediately just sort of. But yeah, anyway, moving up. Let's uh, real quickly. Let's... No, I think you got a point there. But you know, Barack Obama actually has a much a, a much tighter campaign than I think people realize. Uh, he has a really very serious uh, campaign organization. Uh, final question. Then I'll let you get on the plane where they have vodka and peanuts. Um, <laughs> what to make of the fact that Giuliani only got what is it like four percent uh, or something? Uh, yeah, that was probably the uh, least surprising thing of the night because he 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 didn't campaign in Iowa pretty much. 
and, and he's written off the state. He didn't really want to do well here. But I think the question for Giuliani is can he can he stay in the race all the way through Florida, all the way till essentially the end of January? Uh, or by that point, is one of the Republicans, you know, John McCain, Romney, or maybe even Huckabee, going to emerge as so dominant that nobody will care? And, and and Giuliani won't matter. So he, he's taking a big risk, but he's he's counting on Florida, California, all those states. I think the, the, the damnable misery for, for Giuliani right now is, and I firmly believe this, that if we were to hold the national election tomorrow, he has such a prominent place in what they call the top-of-mind okay. awareness. That's true. But, you know, the, but the thing is that he just, it, as you said, it's just he's got to just, they're going to try to cut off his air supply in terms of funding and in terms of exposure between now and and November, and so the key for Giuliani is just to try to stay alive long yeah. enough to make it into the general election. Yeah, that's exactly that's that's the key right now. It, we'll and it's iffy. It's hard to say. All right. I'm, oh. not, I'm not. Some people are already writing him off, but I, I you definitely can't do that. But it's it's a, it's a battle of strategies, which is fascinating. All right. But it's not stratego. The. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, and I had some. Sorry. That's okay. I had some final question after you just you just distracted me with a Stratego reference. So well done. Uh, all right, enjoy your flight. I know you are probably. Are you on next week? What are you? What's your deal next week? Yeah, well, I'm in New Hampshire. I go to New Hampshire on Sunday. All right, fantastic. so I'll be in New Hampshire. Have some syrup. Okay. All right, enjoy your flight, Lisa. Have a good weekend. Okay, thanks, right, guys. Thank you so much. There you go, Lisa Desjardins, ladies and gentlemen, senior radio correspondent. Fantastic. That was so cute, talking to us while they're doing her boarding call in the background. That really is charming. All right, fantastic. And while you're comparing, comparing yourself to Penny Lane. I didn't know who I was in that scenario. It's like when someone, this is just like, and then you kind of go, well, am I? Well, who? So I still don't even know what she was talking about there. Is that Penny Lane at the end when she leaves her sunglasses on the know, counter? The whole thing just made me feel awkward. <laughs> the whole thing was just creepy. Can uh, I well, the mono bed again? Uh, sure, why not? There we go. Ah, uh, fantastic. I was trying to do a little bit of revisionist history there by calling it a three-way tie, but really, this, I, can't, I, I, have no, uh, I have no horse in this race except that I wish to see America plunged into chaos, uh, and so I think Hillary's your best bet for that. It really does seem like if they could have done it last night, they would have just stuck Barack Obama in the White House. Like, I, I think CNN themselves, I really didn't want to say this to Lisa, but CNN, they just could not stop drooling on that guy. The CNN correspondents last night, and then I'm talking about the, the television correspondents. I mean, it's like they did everything but just hold him down and French kiss him on television. It was just so unbelievably weird. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. I made a few observations, and this is all we're gonna. This is all I'm all I'm gonna do in terms of uh, political observations right now, and then we'll. Uh, we got the Britney stuff and a whole bunch of other crap. A monkey watch coming up today from. Uh, is it from India? I think it's from India. That's where most monkey stories originate. And it does, it does have the following phrase. Here's your monkey watch, the following phrase today. This is from the story. Quote, can you imagine what having badly sterilized monkeys running around will do to the level of aggression? There you go. We'll get to oh. that. Uh, clergy watch, Britney watch, of course. The whole show is one big Britney watch today. Uh, a couple observations about last night's uh, Iowa caucus, and then we'll kind of move on. Mike Huckabee never met a cliche that he did not like. That guy just rolls out the cliches, and he just he's like the Bon Jovi of political oratory, where he just strings one cliche together back to back. He actually said, it's not about me, this is about we. Immediately followed by, this is not about being your leader, this is about being your servant. Immediately followed by the. Do you know what? Do you know what the? Did you see what the banner behind Mike Huckabee said, Tim? I did not. No. I like Mike. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, this uh, note to myself, 9.38 p.m. Let's see. Uh, about Ron Paul. Liberals have a weakness for anti-war crazy people. Uh, the number, And I heard one of them calling Dennis Miller today. Or the Dennis Miller show. He had those guest hosts. I heard some liberal nutcase calling up and doing, let me talk to you about Ron Paul. Ron Paul supporters are not only unhinged, they're just kind of embarrassing. I don't know what it is about uh, about liberals and how they just have this fatal attraction to anybody who seems completely unelectable and nuts. It's, uh, it's some sort of weird... It's like moths to a pheromone. It just doesn't make any sense at all. So, let's see here from that guy in a few months anyway. Um, let's see with that. And finally, I forget who this was. Uh, I did not write... I want to say his name. I may be getting this wrong. I want to, uh, his name may have been Jack Patterson, but I might be wrong about that, so I apologize if this is incorrect. He was the guy sitting next to Donna Brazile last night as they were doing uh, a recap of the Iowa caucus. And so this is, uh, let's see, this is, uh, I believe, again, Jack Patterson is, uh, of course, the requisite old balding white guy who is talking about Barack Obama and how much he loves Obama. Guess what he loves about it? What do you think he supposed what do you suppose he thinks Obama's greatest trait is? What does he like about Barack Obama? Leadership. No. Think more condescending. Compassion. No. No no no, you're still not condescending enough, Tim. What's the most awkward compliment that he could give? Diversity. You're getting closer. A working man. No, 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 no. All, no, see no, you're you're all giving the guy way too much credit. Wasn't it Joe Biden that first made the comment about Barack Obama? That he's very he speaks well. Let's oh, listen to. Uh, oh, he's very clean. Yes, he's very clean. Here we go again. Let's listen to this. Uh, let's listen to this guy uh, praise what he sees as Barack Obama's strong points. They say, "Hey, he won in Iowa. It's got to be all right." He oh, by the way, this, listen to this. Listen to how awkwardly this starts. Uh, and I don't know the political affiliation of the speaker, but listen to how his assessment is that a bunch of white people have approved of Barack Obama. Therefore, it's okay to vote for him. Listen, and then it's followed by the... Uh, they say, hey, he won in Iowa. It's got to be all right. He passed muster in arguably the whitest state in the country, or one of them. He's been approved he's, by he's Whitey. also, uh, as, as Donna suggested, he's, he's a nice guy. He's articulate. He's pleasant. He's <laughs> smart on the issues. He's smart. He knows what he's talking about. So, there you go. He's a... He's a very smart man. <laughs> you and you know, you know exactly what he's. You know, you know the thought process going inside that guy's head. All right, um, ah, Jesus, I don't even know what to do here. Have I so scattered? We had Lisa at the top. We just had that. Um, so yeah, Brittany news today. Well, we don't have a rush because Jim isn't. We don't have Jim's not until next hour. Uh, Jim's uh, Jim Rube coming up in the news hour. We have the new news hour course coming up at noon. Uh, top five today. Uh, Film Fever. Scott Daly will be here from Film Fever Radio. Uh, what's that? Friday already. It is Friday. It's crazy. I'm starting to get used to this. Uh, Court and Fatboy uh, will be in later on to promote their midnight movie, The Wrath of Khan, uh, coming up tonight. Uh, did I mention? Yeah, Monkey Watch, Religious Nutcase Watch, uh, Clergy Watch, I think. Um, Jesus, what else? What else do we have here? Oh, I want to send out my condolences to my hot neighbor, uh, Megan, whose car was broken into last night. <laughs> not my. They tried, I told you they broke into my truck two days ago, three days ago. And they would have stolen it had it not been clubbed. You know, with a club, it just makes it more trouble than it's worth. They did try to steal, like, my $5 um, Philco radio out of the dashboard. Uh, but they did break into uh, to Megan's car last night. So, uh, sorry about that. What can you do? Uh, let's see. Oh, and the other thing last night they said about uh, Barack Obama was that this is the other. I, I wish I had had more time with Lisa because I have all of these notes. And I'll have to talk to her about it next week. But they kept gushing on about how uh, Barack Obama 
one, be, and have they think he's the viable candidate for the presidency because he was so big with the young people, ages 17 to 24. And I guess the deal is, if you're 17, but if you would have been 18, in other words, if you will be 18 by the time of the general election, you're allowed to vote in the caucus. If you'll be eight, because I didn't know that either. They said he won with 17 to 24 year olds. And I guess the deal is, if your birthday, if your 18th birthday is, bef- is before this coming November, you get to vote in the caucus. Um, so they were talking about he's a viable candidate because he won with 17 to 24, who, of course, will not vote in November. So, anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. All right. Uh, we got, is that it? Is all, that all the serious news? Okay, there we go. Let me read a couple of these Britney observations, uh, and then we will... Jesus, I mean, do we want to just do, we wanna just do some, the, some of the Britney news now? I mean, what, do we, do we want to wait 40 minutes to do more Britney news? I don't... Tim, do you have Britney news prepared? Tim, what do you think? Well, we can start doing Britney news. I think we ought to at least do... Like, because there may be people who don't even know what we're talking about still. But if you're watching CNN last night, you have no idea what happened. That's the thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, let's just start it with a Britney watch. We'll do a Britney watch here, and we'll do more in-depth in the news hour. Here's your Britney watch for Friday on the Rick Emerson Show. Inside Britney's Breakdown. New details are emerging about the scary night that Britney Spears took one of her children hostage. <laughs> According to the latest reports, it was the court-appointed monitor that called police when unfit Britney began behaving erratically last night. She'd already put Preston in the car when Britney locked herself in the room with Jaden. The cops came and got through the door and tied her down to her gurney. Jesus Christ. Sean Preston was taken to the hospital by a federalized assistant, and Jaden was in the ambulance with his mother, adding that the boys won't be back with Brittany for a long, <laughs> long time. Okay, see, now, this is even news. Yeah, I haven't heard that I, whole even I haven't heard some of this until just now, so I'm, I'm glad we made the right, we chose wisely here. Okay. I knew she was strapped to the gurney, but... I didn't know she, she took the kid hostage in the bathroom. He took one of the, yeah, Kevin got one of the kids. So apparently, they had to strap her down like a mental patient. She is a mental patient. <laughs> like a mental patient. Yes, as though she were a mental patient. She was going between laughing and hysterics. <laughs> crazy. She just went crazy. <laughs> Another Spears pal says, I guess she has good days and bad days. It's mental instability. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, uh, yeah. She's a real patchwork quilt, that girl. All she has to do is think of something set, and then she goes crazy. <laughs> her. Um... So all I knew is that she wouldn't hand the kids over at 8 p.m., and at 10 p.m. they'd called the cops. But, see, it's interesting because the LAPD were totally playing this down. Uh, last night, the LAPD, which I guess maybe is trying not to inflame an already, uh, I don't know, excited situation. The LAPD said, well, we were there to try to peacefully resolve an issue with the court order. They did not say anything about her locking herself in the bathroom with one of the children and having to be strapped down like some sort of nutcase. So... So Kevin had gone over to pick up the kids. Yes. She said, well, I guess she, she get, he got one of the kids and put one of the kids in the car. He went back to get the other kid. Brittany wouldn't hand the kid over, had locked herself in the bathroom with the no, kid. No, Brittany had already put Preston in the car. Oh, I see. Maybe she decided one of the children was going to go with her. 
to see Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, come on, like you haven't thought I about know, that. I know, I know. So she locks herself in a room with one of her children and refused to hand him over to her husband, Kevin Federline. So that's when the court-appointed child monitor called police. She was all, she already put Preston in the car with Brittany locked herself in the, in the room with Jaden. The cops came and got through the door and tied her down. She appeared to be under the influence of an unknown substance. She was rushed to Cedars-Sinai, but the source says she will be on minimum of a 72-hour lockdown for mental evaluation. This is known as a 50-50 hold. When a person, as a result of a mental disorder, is in danger to herself or others, or is gravely disabled, the mobile crisis team is able to make this recommendation in writing and thank the patient to be evaluated and treated. And they can, this is like an involuntary thing. Like, you don't even have to consent. If they think you're a danger, they can stick you in the hole for like three days. Yeah, this isn't her like rehab going in for 20 hours no, this and is getting bored. them and chaining, chaining her up because she uh, she can't be left alone with it. So anything. she tried to ruin the results of the Iowa caucus by doing this around 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> she succeeded in ruining the uh, Iowa caucus. So it took three hours. Then police determined that a court order stated that the singer's children, who were with Spears at the time, were supposed to be with Federline, and a transfer was to be arranged. While officers were at the scene, they observed Miss Spears under the influence of unknown substance. LAPD called the incident an ongoing investigation and says, for her own welfare, Spears was taken to a local hospital for treatment. So the, uh, the those photos I saw of her, I mean, I realized that, you know, they, they are only still photographs. I haven't seen the whole video. Oh, you've got to watch the oh, video. Oh, have you seen the whole video? Yeah. Is she? Because here's the thing. If you look at those still photographs, you can see all of this at Um The still photographs make her look full on crazy. But to be fair, if I were to snap a photo of Sarah when she was sneezing, it would look like she, it would look like she had Parkinson's. So Do you want to just come over and watch it really quick? Is it clean? Yeah. Um, uh, let me see if I can bring it up here. Um, let me see if I can... Uh... Let's all watch it together. All right. And then uh, X-17 has a good video, too. They've slowed it down, and you can see the oh. blank look in her eyes. You know, can I just tell you, here's an interesting thing about the Internet. Have you noticed that on the Internet, somehow we've all agreed that when something interesting happens, it has to be shown three times, once at normal speed, and then twice in successive, like, slowdowns? And so you get, like, a guy being hit in the face with a baseball, and then, let's watch it again. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Um... So what? where am I going for this video, sir? Uh, right in the middle of the OK Oh, I magazine. see here. Oh, I don't have the flash player. I have to come watch it on your okay. machine. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Tim, have you seen this? I have not, no. We should all watch it at the same time. All right. We'll it's be true. back in a few minutes, folks. <laughs> we'll be over here. Well, if you'd like to play along. Now, can we play the audio sir, it's Dylan I think, Yeah, because it's from Celeb TV. All right. So we're going to, uh, this is the audio of the video of Britney Spears being stuck in the back of an ambulance like a crazy person. This is 1130 Pacific Coast Time. Back up and clear the way. A horde is beat. Police have arrived. On the cobblestone streets of Brittany's neighborhood. So the cops' cars are just driving by the camera. Uh-huh. There's a ton of Three cops so far. Here comes some more. Oh, here comes the ambulance. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's a paramedic? And they call the fire truck, too. Oh, to okay. break down the door, the bathroom door? Probably. <laughs> Brittany is being taken away. Can you turn that down a little? Thank you. Brittany is being taken away. Look at her face. Look at her face. She is sitting up. Wow. She is strapped down, but sitting up. 
Cats at the pandemonium. They're running the sirens as loud as they possibly she can. Is, did you uh, see her swaying boy, around? crazy. And that she's she nuts. Because here's the thing is when they said that she was under the influence of an unknown substance. She does not. I thought, well, maybe the cops have to say that. Like maybe if she's... She's, you know, she's on, she's been smoking the Mary Jane or she's on Coke or whatever. That they just say, well, they say unknown substance because they don't want to say, like, she was on cocaine because they don't want to inadvertently slander her or whatever. But now I see that. She looks like she's on some, like, like pills. Yeah, that's not like, uh, that's not a typical recreational drug, it seems like. That is a drug that makes you incredibly disoriented and nutty. And, and that apparently makes you uh, makes you a danger to yourself or others, which you wouldn't think like a regular, like if you're just on Xanax or something, that doesn't do that. You just lay around. Um, so she's on some sort of something or other. Like, <laughs> Sarah, like Sarah just did. Thank you. She does, she does like the crazy wide-eyed sway. Sarah just made forth. her eyes all wide and her torso all stiff and then just swayed around in her chair. Because you see her arms are strapped down like. and that's why she's kind of leaning forward like yeah. that. So uh, she is still alive at this point. Uh, well, as far as, as, far as we know. They, they, they're claiming she's still alive at this point. Uh, let me just uh, read a couple of these emails. Uh, and, uh, let's see, uh, we've got one email, which was then augmented by a second email. So, uh, our friend Seamus, uh, had originally said this. He said, um, he said, by the way, I think she might kill one of her children by rolling them all, rolling over on them in the middle of the night, um, and then hiding the body. Uh, or more likely, her children will suddenly start getting sick repeatedly. Nobody will be able to figure it out, but she'll get a huge wave of global sympathy and affection and attention because she's an unfortunate single mother with a hard life and two kids with a mystery disease the doctors can't solve. At some point, they'll realize they only get sick when she's around, but not when they're with Kevin. And someone will discover video footage of Brittany and her kids in a shopping mall ele elevator. The video will show her forcing Drano down the children's throats. She'll be diagnosed with Munchausen by proxy, and Kevin will be given permanent custody of both kids. Then she'll either kill herself with an overdose of drugs and booze, or she'll become permanently wasted in a daily coke frenzy and find herself doing really rough porn until she mysteriously disappears, and we later discovered she OD'd and one of the porn producers had his henchmen take her body to the desert and bury her. Now, Access Hollywood's reporting, quote, her blood test just came back and thank God it was clean. There are absolutely no traces of blood or alcohol of any kind. A source close to the Spears family tells life. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Yes, that's a reputable uh, that's a reputable outlet for your information. Yes, let's ask Lynn Spears what's going on. Uh, uh, let's see her. Uh, her test wouldn't have come back that quickly, would they? Have? Seriously, they couldn't get the freaking Quiet Riot guys test back for like we six weeks. We know what killed Anna and Nicole Smith for like three months. Yeah. No, Access Hollywood also spoke to Britney's mother, Lynn Spears, who was extremely distraught at this moment, crying on the phone and asking our staff to please just say prayers. <laughs> uh, I'm busy. All my prayers are being taken by Marianne right now. And Barack Obama. Uh, let's see here. Um, this, and the, okay, and then Seamus follows up. He says, I'm telling you, she's going to kill her kids and herself by the end of 08. Everything is. I don't think the kids are going back now. It, it, probably not. Every, they're gonna they're gonna make the mistake and give them back to her. For one one more time. Uh, one. To kiss, the last goodbye. To tell mommy goodbye. That's exactly. The tell, final kiss of death. To tell mommy goodbye, and Jesus hello. Uh, oh, don't ever say. That. Everything is falling apart. He says if she can't have her children, she can take them to baby Jesus with her. 
He says, in fact, I'm starting to think that's more likely to happen than the Munchausen by proxy scenario. And once that happens, Kevin Federline will hit peak stardom as the entire world watches him mourn. And her funeral will be effing enormous. So many people will want to pay their respect that the funeral service will go on for an entire week. The leave Britney alone douche will go to the funeral and attempt to slit his wrists over her coffin as a final sacrifice to his idol. Fox News and CNN will run the entire service on television. And for a month, every hour of television will be capped with a long collage of photographs and video set to some sad, beautiful music, ending on a photo of Britney holding her two children in her arms. Next... Britney's mom and little sister will work with a company to license her name and manufacture baby shoes named after both of her children. So you can put your toddler in little Jaden Spears sneakers. Also at the funeral, Elton John and Justin Timberlake will sing a duet written just for Britney. There you go. That's a scarily plausible... Uh... Oh then the son has is, is gotten into it, displaying a picture of desperate Britney and the ambulance. Oh, that is the best photo. Mm-hmm. Thank you, son. Oh, Boy, yeah. is, that the, is that the son, the, the British yeah. son? She's in the capable hands of medical, the greatest... Well, I don't believe this stuff. Uh, I mean, it, and it always happens on a Friday like this. Um, it says, hey, Rick, this email says, while everybody's talking about how pathetic Britney is, what about her neighbors? Can you imagine their nightmare? What must it be like to live next to Britney Spears? <laughs> Though I wonder what the housing values are like, like immediately flanking her house. Tim, you're a uh, homeowner and a slumlord. What, would the antics of Britney Spears make that real estate next to her more or less valuable? More. Really? Because you oh, can, absolutely. Because you can, uh, well, maybe because you can let the tablet, uh, tablets camp out on your lawn to yeah. photograph the Britney uh, debacle. So, Jesus. I don't even know, uh, I don't even know where to go after this. Uh, all right. So, it's, we should, let's just take a break here. Uh, we'll come back. We have the the new news hour coming up here in a short while. Jim Roop will be joining us from Los Angeles where he's covering the Britney story. I think we're going to talk to somebody for the National Enquirer as well. Scott Daly from Film Fever Radio, Court and Fat Boy, uh, the top five coming up. You stay there. It's the Rick Emerson Show. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. As you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead Buried alive. Buried alive. 
wasn't just uh, it wasn't just Iowa that got screwed by Britney. It was my uh, plan to open today's show with the Wrath of Khan speech. Uh, of course, the fat boy showing uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Tonight's Midnight Movie at the Baghdad Theater. They'll be on later on to talk about that. Uh, I think tonight's proceeds benefiting the Perry Center for Kids, too. So, blah, blah, blah for the children. Blah, blah, blah. Come on! Uh, that's coming up tonight. We'll talk to them later. Uh, it's 503-733-2970. This just in. Britney Spears is crazy and locked up like an animal. Uh, well, let's just... Oh, by the way, speaking of pile of forgotten stories. So... The last time something like this happened to the Spears family, it was when Jamie Lynn... And how tame does that seem now, that Jamie Lynn is just pregnant? She wasn't locked in a bathroom holding her child hostage. Um, that knocked uh, Ashley Simpson off the front page, because Ashley Simpson had spent like two hundred and fifty grand on a new on a new video, which then no one paid attention to. I, didn't th- I don't think I ever watched it, actually. Um, I watched it. It was bad. Really? It'll end up being so for $1.66, including postage. <laughs> Speaking of which, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, here's something that Britney Spears has knocked off the front page. Remember when we cared about Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan falls off sobriety wagon. Ah, who cares? That's what I'm saying. No one cares. The film of her, like, guzzling straight out of the champagne bottle on New Year's Eve. Doesn't matter. Um, well, let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. At the Ministry of Truth, he is your personal savior. Kim! It's time for the Rick Emerson Noon News Hour from AM 970 Solid State Radio. And now, from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley. He's in God's hands now. LAPD called to Britney Spears' exclusive gated Studio City home last night to resolve what is deemed as a custodial dispute involving her and K-Fed's two kids. In which the troubled pop star was transported by ambulance to a nearby hospital. Spears arrived at L.A. Cedars-Sinai Medical Center shortly before 12.30 this morning and is on medical hold. Being detained, the finest medical minds in the nation are now studying her psychological problems. A second ambulance reportedly containing a child of Spears' house shortly after the first one and was heading in the same direction. Cops arrived shortly after 8 o'clock and were there at 10.30 when several other police cars... Two ambulances, a fire truck, and a police chopper <laughs> rolled up behind them. A handful of paramedics were inside the home as of 11 o'clock and were treating the 26-year-old singer, but no specific injuries were reported. Is it weird you out that Britney Spears is the same age you are, basically? She's a little bit younger than me, but, yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's, 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 it really it's strange, actually, to think that that could be you, Sarah Dillon, in some alternate reality. All right. K-Fed's attorney, Mike Vincent Kaplan, was spotted arriving at the Spears' home shortly after 8 o'clock. He was seen leaving before the big to-do. It's unclear whether the cut documents were on hand. Us Weekly reports that the clash in question occurred when Federal Line's bodyguards arrived at Spears' home to retrieve two-year-old Sean Preston and year old Jaden James. Spears refused to hand over the boys. The beleaguered Sarkstress gets supervised visits with their sons three times a week under terms of her current arrangement with Federline. Now, earlier Thursday, Spears was about 90 minutes late for her appointment to be deposed by Federline's legal camp. Thanks to her tardiness, Kaplan was able to question the toxic singer for some 14 minutes. So once again, Brittany Spears is at Cedars-Sinai Hospital in the hands of the greatest medical minds in the country. All right, so the, a couple of things. Maybe we're going about this the wrong way, first of all. We've been... Every, no, I think we're doing the right thing. No, I was just... Well, we are. <laughs> we're doing the Lord's work here. But we always like, well, what could Britney... Britney's done everything. There's nothing left for her to do that's crazy. And then, of course, she proves us wrong. So maybe we're going about this uh, incorrectly. 
is there anything we should have, let's start maybe we could start working from the negative meaning is there anything that she hasn't done yet you know she hasn't owed, she hasn't uh, killed herself that's basically it so i can't she hasn't she moved was, out of the country that's true she, she hasn't her dirty work she uh -huh. hasn't fled the and country was smart yeah she hasn't been dumb blonde but she's smart. she hasn't fled the country i mean i'm trying to think if there's anything on the sort of celebrity breakdown checklist that has not been accomplished as of now. No, because if she did, has she had like some kind of pornographic video? Yeah. That has been leaked? Well, it was room. Well, she showed everybody her vagina repeatedly, but That's I mean, it, it was rumored. That's yesterday's news, I suppose. That's yesterday's Brittany's vagina. vagina. <laughs> Is that like Tuesday's child? Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Sunday's vagina. Learns to tie his bootstraps. <laughs> I love us. Um, I don't even... <laughs> um, I, so I'm trying to think about the celebrity breakdown checklist and if there's anything left undone. There were there's supposedly a couple home porn tapes of her that were either... They, 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 they never came out, and so, yeah, I didn't even, nobody even really knows if those are really there, but supposedly, Netflix yet. and you know they, it's totally, and you know they exist. I mean, that's the thing is, you know that they're around. Uh, they just never came out. But, I mean, I can't, I think she's done. Somebody out there should compile, this would be an interesting article, actually. Somebody should do this for, like, Slate or something, where they take all of the great celebrity implosions of the late 20th century. They take um, Elvis, Anna Nicole, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Michael Jackson, um, God, who else? I mean, Judy Garland. I mean, just everybody, just take all, just compile them all into one sort of Excel spreadsheet and come up with a master list of, you know, of most common celebrity breakdown symptoms. And then we'll compare it against the list of Britney Spears' past behaviors and see what, what else we can expect from her. Try to get some sort of a bearing, some sort of a fix on uh, what she might be bringing us in the near future. Uh, all right, this says, um, Rick, you guys have to pay royalties for all of this Britney Spears content. Morally, you really ought to. That's true. We really ought to send her a check and a bouquet of flowers and a thank you note for all of this. <laughs> this email says, is it possible that the anonymous source is right about there not being any drugs in her system? Consider this. From what I've seen in the media, Britney is quite disheveled and her hygiene looks to be atrocious. Two, I don't believe current drug tests would be able to pick up personal waste in the bloodstream. Conclusion? Brittany is so grossly dirty that she has become her own personal walking Jenkum laboratory, consistently enveloped in a cloud of her own butt hash. Her level, is her level of awareness and mental and physical state all suggest that she is huffing something in massive amounts. Occam's razor suggests that she is huffing her own waste. Yes. Um, let's see, what else? Um, this email says, um, dead people have limited sample material, so the tests are done carefully. This is about the claim from the Spears family that her toxicology report has already come back. Which, and we know it wouldn't come back clean anyway, because I can't believe I'm bothering to refute something that the Spears family put out. But the Spears family put out some statement about, about an hour ago saying that her blood reports came back clean for both drugs and alcohol. We know that that wouldn't be the case anyway, because... Well, they already have all these press releases and envelopes in their files, oh. and they just take them out and pass them out when the time arrives. Open in case of taking child hostage. Because we already know by her own camp's press releases That's that she's on, like, she's on like six different drugs already, because mm -hmm. when she kept failing the court drug tests, 
couple weeks ago when she kept failing the drug test, they said, well, no, 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 it's an asthma medication. No, 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 it's Xanax. No, 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 it's Adderall. No, 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 it's um, Provigil. So we already know that she's on like four different drugs already. Like she herself has admitted that. So the idea, so the Spears family really kind of over answered the question by saying that they came back completely clean because that can't be true in any event. Um, so since they can suck a pint out of Britney with no problem, you should have the real toxicology results by tomorrow. So maybe by, uh, by Saturday, we will have the actual toxicology results. This email says, hey, I love your show. I know what Britney is on. I bet my money that it's massive amounts of Xanax. I know this because I used to try Xanax, but the problem was that I would take massive amounts, and you wouldn't believe the crazy S that I did. Man, it's embarrassing to say, but I did crap and didn't remember it until the next day. Sad to say my kids would tell me you don't know humiliation. Oh, my kids would tell me about it. You don't know humiliation until your kids tell you what a crazy bitch you were the night before. I don't take Xanax anymore. Um, well, I've, I guess I've never taken Xanax in huge amounts. I, I've taken Xanax probably. I mean, I don't think I've ever taken more. I don't think I've ever taken more than the average. I'm pretty careful about all that stuff, too. Well, maybe this is it. A highly contagious norovirus, often called the stomach flu, is being passed from one person to another through contact with commonly shared items as computer keyboards and computer mice. Is this the thing in Britain? This is everywhere. It's happening here. Because there was this email. Did you see this subject line uh, from Reuters? Best headline. Winter vomiting bug sweeps London. Yeah. Huh. This is a frequent cause of outbreaks of vomiting and diarrhea in the U.S. Mm -hmm. All from your computer keyboard and computer mice. Where are those Purell wipes? In my bag. <laughs> Thanks. Would you like one? No, it's too I, late I now. It is too late for me. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hey, everybody. Good to talk to you. What's up? Hey, uh, I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, it is possible to get a urine drug screen very, uh, very fast from the lab. Well, be that as it may, uh, I'm instinctively uh, going to disbelieve anything the Spears family says to be the truth. Oh, sure. I just want to let you know that, yeah, you can get a drugs of abuse, uh, um, you know, urinalysis back in, in mere hours. So. Well, is that now, is it, so is it the case that, like, it's, it's uh, longer with a dead person and easier with a, with a live person? Is that the deal? That's exactly it. All right. So fair enough. So somebody so somebody will get this. It's just not the, the Spears family who we're going to believe. Okay. And uh, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Ass. All right. Here's Tim Riley. Well, no. Those explanations are like color-coded envelopes. And yeah. You have to follow certain codes, like Alpha Zebra. The, the, totally. Depending on what they are. Completely. It's like the first strike. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, totally. They go, Bravo, Five, Johnny, Sierra, Niner, Zed. And then the guy opens it and you turn your key. And then you attack Moscow. Attack Moscow. Exactly. Then the, guy... the president. Stop the attack immediately. Ignore the president. <laughs> Put his wife on. Yes, I was just. Are you? I was going to ask if you were Henry Fonda yeah, in this. Damn it! This is the president of the United States. Uh oh! Britney's brother Brian Spears is on his way to Los Angeles as we speak. Who knew she had a brother? His name is Brian Spears. Older brother. I didn't know that. Let's see what I can find out. How is it that I didn't now, know she had a brother? People Magazine is really scooping TMZ today for some reason. In your face, TMZ. Yeah, so go to, I'm going to People Magazine right now. Uh, Britney Spears' family is terrified following the news of her hospitalization. Everybody's been worrying for quite some time. Her word is crumbling around her. Yeah. This is another cry for help. The parents are devastated. Nobody knows if they can take it anymore. They're trying to be as strong as they can. Spears' father, Jamie, was at Cedar sinai last night, and her older brother, Brian, is expected to show up today. A Spears' mom, Lynn, who has been in constant contact with Britney, and 16-year-old sister, Jamie Lynn, has been in seclusion following the December bombshell that Jamie Lynn is pregnant. The two are now en route from their hometown in Kentwood, Louisiana, from an undisclosed location. 
Apparently, Mom is extremely distraught, and on the phone, she was just saying, just say prayers. Repeating, just say prayers. Really? Another family friend, Spears' former dance teacher, Renee Donawa, tells people, I don't even know where Britney's head is. I thought she was already hitting rock bottom. I can't imagine what's next. Can we? No, we've tried. Uh, the best minds. You know what we got to do? We got to get some Hollywood screenwriters to sit down and think about this, because we've tried. We have put our brains together multiple times in this room to try to think of what she's going to do next, and we never... Aaron the... just sent me the best thing. Oh, is this her going on a killing spree with an yes. assault rifle? A la Michael Douglas and falling down? Yeah. This coffee is... What is... No, 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 I'm doing the wrong scene. Oh, never. I can't even remember what that scene is now. How much is this soda? You know, 50 cents. I know. She just better pray that nothing, like there's not even a fingerprint on her child, or else she is going to be just... Oh if, there's a, if, oh, if there's a scrape on that kid, if that kid has a bruise... Uh, the world is going to turn to um, die, Britney die. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I mean, yeah, die, uh, Britney die. Um, hush, hush, sweet Britney. Uh, let's see, Rick. I am. Oh no, this is a thing about meat products. That off the wait, sir. Uh, let's see. Um, do you realize the? Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Do you? Uh, this is another one about a DJ. Yeah, I'm going to the timeline now. Okay, Britney's post. Deposition Velta. This one says, do you realize that that fantastic photo of Brittany gazing blankly up at the paramedic in the ambulance looks exactly like that photo of Terry Schiavo? You know it to be true, and it is true. <gasps> it's totally true. Well, someone needs to unplug the tube. Uh, Rick, I test individuals for drugs daily. There are multiple types of testing that can provide immediate results. I seriously doubt she's clean, though. She is a nut job trugging, uh, chugging drugs in a big old bag of whack job. So, uh, yeah, well, you speak for all of us, sir. Uh, okay, so do you have the timeline, Tim? Timeline to the meltdown. 12.25 p.m. Brittany returns to her Beverly Hills home. Now, this is very strange. because Is this the Beverly Hills home? Because it says that they went to her Studio City home. How many homes are we speaking of here? Hmm. And what is the fact behind this? It says her Beverly Hills home. But the other story says it's her Studio City home. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask Roop that. I, I don't know. How many homes are we speaking of here? Well, anyway, it, is it her gated community, the summit? But they would both be gated, I would imagine. Oh, everything would be gated. Yeah. And, and Studio City would have. That is home. an interesting question. Why are they Studio gated? City and Beverly Hills are two different places. So who has the facts wrong here? What? what who? Who is saying uh, Studio City? Let's see the last story we had. I think TMZ said Studio City. I think as TMZ well. said Studio City. Now People Magazine is saying Beverly Hills. I, that might be reflexive though. They might be, should be saying Beverly Hills out of habit. Okay. Well, somebody's wrong. Well, anyway. Brittany returns to her home, and sons Preston, too, and Jaden are dropped off for visitation with her mom. The pop star spends the afternoon with her boys. That's 1225. Skip ahead to 7 p.m. Federal Line's bodyguard shows up to pick up the boys and return with them to Kevin's Tarzana home. 820. With Federal Line's bodyguard still at Spears' home, four police cars arrive, followed by Federal Line's lawyer, Mark Vincent Kaplan. Spears' court-appointed child monitor called authorities after Spears locks himself in a room with Jaden. 9 p.m. Spears' friend Sam Lefty arrives at the home. Who is he? Lefty? It said Lefty. L-U-T-F-I. Brittany's friend. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. 9.30. Federal Line's lawyer leaves Spears' home. 11 p.m. Ambulances and fire trucks arrive as news and police helicopters hover over Spears' neighborhood. Several neighbors flee the chaotic scene. I guess they went out of their homes. Spears is trapped to a gurney and placed in one of the ambulances. Yeah. 11.55. Brittany is seen smiling and laughing in the ambulance. Uh, joking with and is covered with an old gray blanket. And she's taken <laughs> with her 
police cars escort the ambulance as it drives, sirens blaring through Beverly Hills. Spears appears alert during her trip to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, even giving the middle finger to photographers during the 20-minute ride. Caden rides in a separate ambulance to the hospital with his mother. Spears' son Preston is later escorted to the hospital in a separate car. 12.25 a.m. Federal light arrives at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in a Dodge truck. Spears' father, Jamie, arrives later. 2.15 a.m. Spears' pal, Lepty, here he is again, leaves the hospital. Brittany is on 72-hour medical lockdown, also known as the 5150 hold. This, according to the medical code, quote, when any person, as a result of a medical disorder, is a danger to others, or to himself or herself, or gravely disabled, the mobile crisis team is able to make this recommendation in writing and take the patient to be evaluated and treated, unquote. 5 a.m., Federal Line takes their children back to his Torizana home. End of timeline for now. So we've got, so the L.A. Times is saying her home in the 1200, I'm sorry, 12,000 block of Summit Circle. I don't know where Summit Circle is. It, they don't identify, um, they don't any, you know, like the city or the, the, the suburb any, any uh, clearer than Rupert that. Rupert know. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll ask him. Uh, Simeon says, you know, Lynn Spears just has to off herself once she realizes her massive failure as an effective parent. Now she'll get pregnant again. It'll make her, yeah, that's, she ought to have another Spears child. Just, you know, give it one more old, one more shot. Uh, KTLA is saying Studio City. Okay, so, that's so they should know. Our friend Kristen in the county, yeah, she, uh, KTLA, and then, yeah, they, they would know the answer to this. Well, what about Brian Spears? What is he? Is he crazy in any way? Has he done anything? We don't know anything about him. It's just normal, puffy, older brother. He guy. hasn't been arrested for burning crosses or raising pit bulls or something? Mm. All right, I'm just checking. All right, uh, so there we go. So uh, that's... Back to further investigation. Um, Brian Spears. All right, so... Uh, I guess that's that's it for now. I don't even really know what... BrianSpears.com. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, MySpace Brian Spears is 33, a male from Summers, New York. It might not be the same one. Oh, that's one. not the same one. Uh, now, did... Uh, I don't know if I... Did you guys see that thing where someone we know thinks he got a hold of Lynn Spears' phone number? Yes. Now, did anybody ever call that number? No. Really? Because I, well, I don't know Richie, what to do too. with it. Call it... Is this Lynn Spears? You should totally call it and see if it's Lynn Spears. No, you call it. I don't know my phone. Okay, well, I'll give you my phone and you can call it. All right. Uh, do you have you, that email? I emailed it, it to you. Uh, somebody who we will not identify uh, believes that they discovered Lynn Spears' phone number. And it, it, and, and it is registered, you know, it, it's her, it, and, and, it is her, and it is in the city. It is in Kentwood or whatever that city is. Uh, he was born in 1981 in Kentwood, Louisiana. All right. Oh, wait a minute. That's Britney Spears. And as Tim just said, if it took them 20 minutes to get to Cedars, they would be coming from Studio City. Cedars is right on the L.A. Beverly Hills line. Um, okay, do you want to call? Sure. I'll call. I'm okay. just going to call and say, hey, we're looking for Lynn Spears. Is this her number? I'm not, you know. Okay, it's Brian with a Y. That's why I'm having trouble with it. He was right, born in 1977. I just send? All I have to do is hit send. Okay, I'm going to dial this number that we think is for Lynn Spears. He is co-producer of Zoe 101. Really? Oh, jeez. Well, his, his he was the co-executive producer. What? can't believe you're calling. You can turn it off. Tell me you're calling from uh, Publishers Clearinghouse. It says here he looks ringing. retarded. The mouth, you got it. Yeah, it's been disconnected. I don't even hear that, but it's the uh, disconnected. So that probably was real because it's been disconnected. Awesome. Well, thank you to the person who had found us Lynn Spears' number. Sadly, Sorry we got to we... it. Too late. Wow, well, he doesn't look anything like his sisters. There he is. Hey, he looks like a goof. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. 
Rick, did you see there's some video of Kevin Federline showing up at the hospital? And to add insult to injury, the paparazzi is shouting, you're an effing loser at him as he drives up. What, what has he done to become... What, what has Kevin Federline done in this equation to become the loser? I mean, really, honestly, if we're grading on a curve here, he's... Uh, we're grading on a curve, he is, uh, he is Einstein at this it, point. It's hard to believe that he's become that. Yeah, well, the key... It's like, you know, if you're fat, you hang out with fatter people. Mm -hmm. uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hey there. You know, if you go to this website, it's called Zillow.com. It'll give you a picture of any address you punch in there. Really? Yeah, it's like a real estate ad or a real estate website. Yeah, it's like Google Maps, but for real estate. Mm -hmm. Kind of, sorta, and it'll show, right but, but it'll give you the neighborhood and the streets and housing um, values. All right. Uh, well, hold on. Let's try it right now. How do I? I L L O W. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. How do I do it? How do I? How do I find something though? And on the top banner, it'll ask for the uh, address and uh, city and zip code. I don't. I don't see that at all. I mean, I'm at the site z i l l o dot com. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah. There's nothing. A, nothing asking for an address. There's a little search bar. It's kind of in the middle, up top. Sarah, are you there? There's a search bar at the bottom. Yeah, the search bar at the bottom. All right. Okay. Uh, do we have it, Sarah? Do you have the address? Mm. It's twelve thousand. Um, what did we say the address was? Circle Drive, Circle Lane, Circle Hill Lane. Circle. Well, hold on. Let me go back. Hang on tight, sir. We'll put your uh, put this to the test. Uh, let's see. I just have this from the L.A. Times. Boy, we're shallow. Uh, could we be more shallow? We're giving the people what they want. No, it is true. Uh, we were talking to Brian Jones today, uh, the director of engineering here. Um, he was talking about, you know, why does Britney Spears matter? I said, because we give the people, because I know what the people want. Exactly. Uh, this is what the people want. Okay. The uh, Let's see. The L.A. Times, and this is in Studio City, Tim? Yeah. Uh, her, uh, it's 12, it's the 12,000, well, see, we don't have the actual address. It's Make the, one up then. The 12,000 block of Summit Circle. Yeah, if you put something in, it could kind of maybe give you so a general 12, idea. Thousand Summit Circle, and then I put the city and state. Uh, the city would probably help, and you might not have to have the zip code Studio correct. Studio City. Well, let's see what comes up. Yep. Yeah, I got nothing. It's giving me nothing. I don't know. Maybe Sarah will have better luck. We'll uh, we'll keep trying. Right on, brother. All right, thank you, sir. I think group can help in Bye that now. situation. All right. Yes. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hey, Rick, I just wanted to say when you do a uh, World War Z uh, party, yes, sir. I want to be the number one fan for you. I'm sorry? What do you mean? Well, when we do World War Z, when it comes out as yes. a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, when it comes out as a movie. Yes. And you do the preview movie type thing. Yes, sir. I want to be there with you. Okay, like what, to sit on my lap or something? Or? No, well, I'll be beside you, okay? All right. <laughs> well, duly noted. Okay, Thanks. just re remember me, okay? Thanks. Thanks, bye. I love the show. Uh, no, Richie's, yes? Richie just put my clip up on. Oh, so let's talk about that. Wait, hold on a second. So um, we should. Uh, let's take a slight. Let's take a small deviation here from the. Uh, oh, Richie. It's called Sex Panther. Oh, Richie. By Odeon. One of the. One of the three of the Pimp Squad triumvirate, uh, Richie Bristol, uh, joining us today. Hello, Richie Bristol. Hello, Philip. Feeling better? <laughs> don't, no, I, please no. don't call me that. King of the Pips. Please, no. Uh, if, 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 Susan Reynolds, I was talking to Susan. And Susan, there was an almost perfect gender divide, by the way, in the building uh, yesterday about who found the vomiting video funny and who didn't. Without exception, without exception, guys uh, like uh, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, hello. What was that? It's part of this video. 
What kind of video are we talking about? <laughs> this is what you were in, Tim? Yes. Anyway, uh, every guy in the building found the video hysterical. Every woman was either grossed out by it or just didn't get it. Um, Susan There's Reynolds, nothing to get. Susan Reynolds' only comment was, please tell me they're not wearing CBS logos or AM970 logos when they're out as the pimp squad. And I said, no. I, I said, it's been, I said they've, been, they've been reminded that they should not wear station logos when they are out uh, macking or whatever it is you do. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, you – boy, was it only Monday that this happened? Okay, so I think on Monday um, – we discovered uh, footage of Tim and the Invaders, which is a, an alien film that he made years ago, which he had been cut out of until he saw it on television. And then a listener found screen captures uh, of Tim in this movie called Firestorm, which you filmed in when, 96? I think it was 96. 96? A movie that you had sort of never even seen. You didn't know anything about it. You had never been able to find it. No. So in one day, we got the Invaders pictures, and then a guy found pictures of you in Firestorm, and Richie found the DVD for sale for $1.80, including shipping. $1.60. A dollar sixty, <laughs> including shipping online. So you now have found the video clips. You pulled them and put them online? Yeah. There's only one, unfortunately. Is it at Riley Live? Uh, no, it's not up yet. Uh, okay. Horrible. Capture. I just All right, may, let me uh, let me come watch it right now. Is it clean? Yes. All right. Okay. Um, I don't say anything. All right. So this I'm is just killed by Paul Williams. This is Tim Riley. This is the audio of Tim Riley and Firestorm. Yeah, that's that's the last. All right. So that's uh, Paul Williams killing him. What I've done in each of them is create a safeguard against any random acts of violence. Uh, Oh, that was it. Filmed on your iPhone? I don't know. It's gonna work. Me explaining it to you. Maybe a demonstration will work. Oh, wait a minute. No, we're already past it. Uh, yeah. It's created a safe... That's right. Right at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. That's the last. Uh, what I've done... All right. You can't see it very well, but... Thank you, Richard. Uh, we'll get a better, we'll get a better okay. capture of that at some point. So that's... uh, that on, Is that on YouTube? Where's that at, Richie? Uh, that's, is, it, is it posted yet? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh, So can people go to uh 970... No. Not yet. But it's at YouTube forward slash Richie Radio. All right. Uh, so, yes, you can see. And then it'll be on Riley Live here in just at a short point. point. All right. So, when we can go, Tim way. Riley's exciting film footage. It's the busiest day ever. Um, man, it's already 1230. Thank this you, Richie. Day is just ripping What's your magic by. watch? It's only 1218. But I mean, I'm rounding up. Um, <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, all right. Let's just take a breath here. Uh, okay, now somebody's saying 1200 Summit Circle is in Beverly Hills. 12,000 Summit Circle. Uh, Rick, 12,000 12, or 12,000 12, Summit Circle? No, it's going to be 1,000. He said 12,000 well Summit Circle is in Beverly Hills, damn it. Well, okay, sorry. I, I, I don't know. I got Now we can't even figure out like what, what area she lives in. Um, all right, well, I'm trying to find out, I suppose. Not that it matters that much. Not right? that it really matters. I think we already, I mean, really, what, what does it matter? Not like satellite photo. We have photographs of her in the ambulance from like three feet away. A satellite photo isn't really going to give us like a keyhole into something we haven't already seen close up. Uh, all right, well, let's take a break so we don't get terribly behind. Cause we got Roop coming up from Los Angeles later on. It is 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. Seven three three two nine seven. The more Britney news to come. Uh, let's see what else. Religious nutcase watch. Monkey watch. Uh, Jim Roof. Court and Fatboy. Stay there to the Rick Emerson show.
way, this just in. Maybe this has uh, something to do with Britney Spears. This is from uh, the Detroit News. Agents warn of new drug hitting the United States. Federal agents are targeting a turbocharged form of... Jenkins. Super Jenkins. Uh, turbocharged form of ecstasy that is gaining in popularity, fearing it will lead to fatal overdoses similar to ones experienced a few years ago by heroin mixed with fentanyl something. Officials are warning the so-called extreme ecstasy, which is mixed with methamphetamines, is becoming a problem. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. Ecstasy sounds fantastic. Ecstasy is the first drug I'm going to take as soon as I'm diagnosed with some terminal disease. Why not try some today? Well, because I don't have cancer yet. So the day they tell me I have cancer, that's the day I'm going to go buy a big bag of ecstasy and some snack chips. And I'm going to sit at home on the sofa and watch West Wing all day a while I am... A big bag of ecstasy. Seriously. <laughs> I don't even... And I don't even... You know what it is? And I'm, I'm lame. I wouldn't even know where to begin to buy ecstasy, but I'll bet you it wouldn't be that hard. I think you're in the right neighborhood. <laughs> Just going to say. <laughs> um... So I don't think it would be that difficult, actually. In my neighborhood, you'd have to be careful because everything in my neighborhood does come laced with methamphetamine. Doesn't you know? Everything you buy doesn't potato chips, breakfast cereal, water. Um, so no, I'm just gonna sit at home with a huge bag of ecstasy tablets and some Fritos, and uh, just sit there and watch uh, you know the Adult Swim, and, and you know until the tumor kills me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, at the Ministry of Truth, it's Tim Riley. Okay, so we have fierce winds out there, and they're the strongest right now in California. Gusts there up to 150 miles an hour are hitting the Sacramento area. Uh, power is already knocked out to hundreds of thousands of residents. The CHP is encouraging drivers to stay off the road. Truckers were told to hunker down in blizzard-like conditions over mountain passes in the Sierra Nevada, and even some ski resorts are closed. Now, here... ODOT has closed down I-84 eastbound and westbound between milepost 183 and milepost 265 due to extreme winds and low visibility. This is an 82-mile stretch of highway that runs between Boardman and LeGrand in eastern Oregon. These wind gusts already blew over semi-trucks. Jesus. As of 9 o'clock this morning, at least three semis and one motorhome had been blown over. Other big uh, drivers are warned to pull over and wait out this storm. That's got to be that's got to be the most terrifying thing if you're driving a semi and the wind that? actually kicks it over. I can't even imagine how terrifying that would be to be a driver. Uh, state troopers said blowing debris shattered his windshield. The visibility is extremely poor in some areas. They can only see as far as 200 feet ahead. Now this I-84 closure stretches from Hermiston at the junction of Highway 207 and Legrand. This is due to extremely high winds and low visibility. Now, this uh, new storm will bring some wind gusts to us. It's going to get bad here in the Portland metro area between 2 and 4 this afternoon. That's between 2 and 4 this afternoon. Lucky us. These winds are expected to get to eight, uh, 45 miles an hour in Portland between 4 and 8. They can reach 75 miles an hour. So, 45 miles an hour between 2 and 4 and 75 miles an hour between 4 and 8, especially on the coast. Jesus. The strongest winds will be tonight. And there will be an initial surge of strong winds and gusts of up to 80 miles an hour in some places. Uh, let's see. So, this winter advisory is in effect until 10 o'clock tonight for the Willamette Valley and the lower I-5 corridor in southwest Washington. I had to go out my new umbrella today because yesterday mine was shredded. Does, it, does the wind just destroy it? Yeah. Damn. So, uh, yeah. Uh, hello. Hi. You're on the Rick Emerson Show. Mr. Emerson, how are you doing? Hey. I just want to thank you for your broadcast of yesterday. That was a perfect lesson in what not to do on a night with your friends. 
I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, Richie, oh, Rich Richie Bristol. and the vomiting, yeah. Yes, one thing sticks in my mind. That's another thing I'm going to add to my phrase book. Uh-huh. One jacked-up tater tot. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we'll play that again later. The, uh, oh, the... thank you. That was so funny. My wife thought it was disgusting, but my God. No, it's, uh, it, it really is. It's the best. It's the best thing ever. I'm trying to find it here, but I can't remember what it was called. Uh, oh, wait, here we go. It's, uh, yeah, this is the Richie uh, being uh, sick to his stomach, uh, to put it mildly, after a night of uh, drinking, including drinking the Whiskey Cobra. So we'll get to that here. We'll play it again before the, uh, before the uh, break, sir. Okay, thanks. I love your show. It, it was live through a lot of stuff that everybody went to best of, and you have high quality. I'm not bumping your Buick. You're a good show. Thank you, my friend. Bye, guys. All right. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. It's clear you guys are actually delving into this Britney thing because all of the other news sources are acting like they're above it. It's oh, really please. annoying. We're above almost nothing. We're above nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they just they just give like a little tidbit, and then we're not going to talk about it any more than that. Sarah, but, we're too good. We have real stories to cover, and I know yeah. when you know, like whenever they go to commercial break, they're all on TMZ. Exactly, exactly what happened. And that's what they're talking about in the newsrooms. That's what they're gossiping about. I mean, and again, I'm not saying there isn't a play, and I'm not trying to pick up people like Lisa because. Lisa is different. Lisa is the political correspondent for CNN, and so she rightfully wants to see her type of stories given the most prominence. We're not a political show or a political whatever, and so we're here to give the people what they want. You know what the people want? The people want uh, boobs, butts, death, and Britney. What's more gratifying than someone who has fame and money self-destructing? Oh, no, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. It's just like it's like when you see a mudslide in California destroy the homes of the rich and famous. Yeah, it's, exactly. It just feeds your soul in some deep, horrible way. Yeah, like that Dead Kennedy song about the forest fires in the hills. Exactly. Um, I wanted to, to briefly throw out there, though, uh, I, I'm not sure if you mentioned this. I've been listening for most of the day. Paul Harvey News, they just gave a little drive-by synopsis of the Britney thing, but it seemed like he might not have mentioned he specifically said, um, Tony Snow's filling in, that uh, they have, that Brittany has been deemed a special needs patient at the hospital, and the only two things that could possibly mean, he was specific, he said, that she's already either had an overdose or already attempted suicide, or I, else they don't. I did read that, that special needs means attempted suicide or attempted overdose, or, or right, an actual so overdose. I mean, yeah, so it's, it's automatically one of those two. And then briefly also, you might have mentioned... Britney's lawyers have already asked to be uh, removed from the oh, case. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good time to be us and a bad time to be Britney. That's and sure. Tim Riley rules as always. Have a great weekend, guys. Right, thank thank you. you, sir. All right. Well, if she was locked in the bathroom with the kid, I don't know. That does sort of scream I'm taking at least one with me. <laughs> I'm not going to heaven alone. Um, oh, that's a great idea for a song. I'm writing that down. Hold on. I'm not going to I'm heaven alone. I'm not going alone. to heaven alone. That is the worst thing you've ever seen. No. I'm sorry. I'm not that sorry. I'm not going to heaven alone. All right. It'd be like a like an old country murder ballad. I'm not going to heaven alone. All right. Fantastic. All right. Um. Uh, to go with my other song, if you make any noise, I'll stab you. Uh, here's Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth. Police say some stolen garden gnomes are on their way back to their owners in Springfield. This fall, uh, this past fall, somebody stole 75 garden gnomes from around Springfield and put them in one yard. Springfield police say they're still looking for a suspect. Most of the gnomes and other assorted animals have been returned to their original owners, although some of the gnomes are still looking for loving homes. An auction will be held in March for the remaining homeless gnomes. 
The suspect or suspects face criminal mischief charges. Why is it always gnomes? No one ever steals, like, uh, pink flamingos or, like, those little plasticky sunflower things that blow around in the wind. It's always gnomes. Hey, speaking of, um, of gnomes and things you find in the garden, because my mom always had, like, weird uh, concrete, you know, like, ceramic turtle, porcelain turtle things in her garden. You know what I love? We don't talk enough about good advertising. You know what I love? I love the slow skis. Do you know who the slow skis are? No. Okay. No. I don't either. Is this a Polish joke? Yes, Tim. No, Tim. Uh, the How many slow skis does it take to... <laughs> uh, no, I didn't know what the slow skis were until my wife mentioned it, and she had heard about it from somebody else. It's a kind of a, an interesting sort of word-of-mouth ad campaign. And so she actually took the time to find the ad on television one day, like on some TiVo show, and, and showed it to me. And now whenever I'm skipping through commercials with the TiVo, which I do always, I stop and watch the slow skis ad. That's how good they are. The slow skis are... Uh, it's a Comcast ad... And it's pitching cable as opposed to DSL. And the Slowskis are this married couple, but they're two turtles. It's a man and woman turtle who are married. And the whole shtick is that the Slowskis like DSL because it's really slow. Because they're turtles. They don't like things that are really fast. The Slowskis really prefer things that are kind of slow. And so the whole every, the, every commercial is the same. It's basically uh, It basically comes around to, the Slowski, to Mr. and Mrs. Slowski talking about... Well, we like DSL because it's we don't really like things that go fast. And it and it's hilarious. I mean, they really are. They really are pretty great ads. So if you get a chance to watch the Slowski ads, that is S L O W S K Y. Mr. and Mrs. Slowski. It's uh it's pretty damn amusing is what it is. All right, here's Tim Riley. No, we almost missed this. Insiders are now saying that Brittany had invited her pregnant 16-year-old sister Jamie Lynn to move in with her presumably after she's been released from the hospital. Brittany's trying to convince Jamie Lynn that they would have a blast. They could be together all the time, just like they were once upon a time. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lynn is so scared and confused right now, she's actually considering it. Brittany knows uh, she has not been the best role model lately. Uh, she didn't look out for Jamie Lynn enough and failed as a big sister. All she can do now is put the offer out there and see if it happens. You know what else would make uh, make it so the Britney Spears uh, family could be together forever? Mm-hmm. Rick, you have got to stop. I believe they can take a lesson from Hitler in his bunker on that. <laughs> really? Let's spend our honeymoon in a ditch covered in petrol on fire. Here's Tim Riley. Two cough drops and six aspirin. That's what two cleaning ladies survived on during two days being trapped in an elevator in Chicago. The mom and daughter got sick in the elevator December 22nd. They didn't have a cell phone, and the building wasn't supposed to be up until after Christmas. Nobody responded to their calls for help, and the women couldn't pry open the doors. They slept on their coats and used one quarter of the elevator as a bathroom until Christmas. Oh, elevators are Christmas. That big. This is when an employer in the building happened to come into work. She heard oh. the women and called for a rescue crew. Oh. Where was this? Chicago. At least it was cold, so everything didn't rot. Jesus. Merry Christmas, George. And an elevator. Uh, this is an interesting email. This guy says, because you know that O.J. Simpson book leaked online long before it ever came out. He says, wouldn't it be great to find a bootleg copy of Britney's mom's parenting book? Oh, how wonderful would that be? I urge someone now to leak, li oh, leak yeah. Lynn Spears' parenting book online. He says, I have a six-year-old daughter, and I want to know what not to do. Oh, that would be fantastic. How about it, Fred Goldman? Oh, sweet Lord, please let it happen. Sweet Jesus, please let it be true. All right, here's uh, Tim Riley. And we have Rupo at 1240? Mm -hmm. All right, so well, we'll Any minute, no. roll on ahead with the news. A Maple Valley, Washington man who was stopped for speeding near Renton 
nearly evaded state troopers by burying into soft ground around Highway 169 and covering himself with dirt and leaves. Just like a sand mole. Trooper Jeff Merrill said the man hid for nearly an hour and sent a text message to his girlfriend to pick him up. The oh, officers oh, oh. caught him as he scrambled from his hole. That's wonderful. The 22-year-old man has been jailed in Kent. Okay, but you got to give him points for trying something interesting. Where are you hiding? Under the door. That's great. Well done, sir. Uh, tens of thousands of airline passengers will soon be flying on jets outfitted with anti-missile systems as part of a new government test aimed at throttling terrorists. Wow, that's creepy. Apparently, these uh, terrorists have shoulder-fire projectiles. Three American Airlines Boeing 767-200s that fly uh, daily between New York and California will receive the anti-missile laser jammers. Uh, they spent $29 million on these tests. The jets, will, the jets will fly with a jammer device mounted on the belly of the plane between the wheels. Okay, two things. A, how would you like to be on a plane and have it revealed that you're on a plane that has, quote, anti-missile systems on I it? I want to know yeah. that. Just like I want to know if I, ha- I want a window seat and I want laser. <laughs> Sir, would you like uh, anti-missile protection or would you uh, like to have a plane that dispatches a giant oil slick like Spy Hunter? Uh, secondly, rather than t- spending $29 million on a missile system... Maybe you could just make the seats a little wider and give me something other than peanuts. Huh? How do you feel about that? They don't care. No, they don't. Uh, so that's that. All right. Uh, Paris Hilton says she's working on what she calls a surprise <laughs> in Las Vegas. She says she had a meeting about the project Wednesday, but will not give details, noting that the venture is, quote, not a restaurant. There is speculation Hilton may be involved in Sin City's thriving nightclub industry. It wouldn't be the first time the hotel heiress is linked to a Vegas club. That would actually be kind of a good move for her. I could actually see that if Paris Hilton did a casino, a nightclub in Paris, mm-hmm. because she is just so trashy and just repellent, in a way it would almost work if there was a Paris Hilton nightclub or a, a, hot, a hot spot of some kind in Las, in Las Vegas. I could almost mm-hmm. see that working, because she is just such a vile person. Uh, that you know That's the city for that, though. Uh, let's see here. Oh, she denies uh, rumors that she and Kevin Federline have been dating. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, were they so wrong? Were they photographed making out on New Year's on Eve? On New Year's Eve, yep. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, and this just in. Attorneys for Brittany and Kevin were in court today for a closed-door meeting in the former couple's child custody battle. As the pop star is hospitalized for a bizarre incident, Tara Scott representing Spears and Federline's attorney Mark Vincent Kaplan spent 30 minutes in the chambers with Commissioner Gordon, who's been handling the custody case. Now, I'm so confused. Now, uh, okay, which team of lawyers quit Brittany's case? Is it the child custody lawyers or the hit-and-run lawyers? I think it was the hit-and-run lawyers. All right. Well, that explains why she still has lawyers today. Then. Okay. So a court hearing is uh, also scheduled for later today. So that's that. All right. Uh, let's see. A couple uh, things about the pimp squad. Which is, of course, oh, uh, Richie Bristol, Timmy Ryan, and Adam. Who uh, are they accepting applications? Well, for new members. Well, Tim, it's funny you say that. Um, I got this email from Kristen Bowie about quote the Pimp Squad. Hey, Rick, because uh, we were talking about the Pimp Squad's antics. Uh, they went out uh, Wednesday night, yeah, and we played back the audio and the footage, including. Richie, poor hungover Richie, chain puking onto the sidewalk downtown, which we will be playing again in a moment. Um, and it, we had joked about like who else is going to be in the Pimp Squad, and is it like the Rat Pack, and who's going to be Jilly Rizzo, and whatever. Um, so we got this. This is from Kristen Bowie. 
Rick, I just checked my voicemail this morning. Lo and behold, I had a message from Timmy Ryan while they were out at the Blue Moon. They were looking to see what I was up to that night. Maybe I should reconsider the whole agnostic thing. Maybe there really is a God that saved me from getting coerced to unknowingly be part of the surely-to-be-disastrous pimp squad. Mm-hmm. Signed, big sigh of relief, Kristen Bowie. Yes, I think you speak for all of us. Oh, and... She, made, she chose wisely. And speaking of, uh, let me just, um... Oh, I'm sorry. Is my... Uh, this is me. I turned my computer off. I'm sorry. Oh, Richie. It's called Sex Panther. Oh, Richie. By Odia. Uh, Richie Bristol. I got this from Richard today, and I was a public <laughs> service. I promised him that I would mention this on the air. Oh, yeah. Um, so, now I'm looking at this. This is your uh, MySpace message you sent me. Now, is this a bowling team that CBS created, or is this a radio bowling team that just migrated here from Intercom because you're here? Yes. All right. So. I'm going to join it. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I'm a really bad bowler, but like an excuse to... Well, I know, but isn't there already there. a CBS bowling team, though? There wasn't last year. No, I think... Uh, it was hold, something else. I think hold it's, on. Let's find out. There's a couple. Because I want to make sure that we're not at cross-purposes here with, with anybody. Let's no, you see. have different teams from each station. We have KFO, we have Movin, we have... Is AP. that true? This is our AM 970. Yeah, I had five teams at Intercom. All show. right, well, let's... Uh, we'll find out here. CBS front desk, attentive as always. Dave's not back yet? No, Dave's not in back. is back, yeah, but he's trying to dig himself out from many, many days' worth of work. He is finally back today. Maybe he's going to get food at that Thai restaurant. Um, hello. Hi, Dave Zinn. Hi, Rick Dave Emerson, Zinn. how are you? I'm great. How are you? Welcome back, sir. How was your vacation to Jacksonville, which is covered by an acrid cloud of chemical doom? There was a chemical spill and four people died, but, uh, you know, that was on the north side and I live at the beach, so uh, it was about... 40 minutes away. So but thank you for scaring me. It only happened to the little people. Right. All right. Um, hey, uh, first of all, to your knowledge, is there a CBS bowling team? Would you like to start one? No. Well, I think Richie... Richie's trying to start Richie one. Richie is bringing a bowling team with him from Intercom, like an AM. He wants to start an AM. But I think, doesn't Bridget bowl for some CBS team? Some of us are loosely affiliated with Underdog Portland, which is a adult... Sports team network, but is this? But is there an official? Is that like a CBS team or a KUFO team? Um, it, it derived from uh, you know from coworkers at CBS oh. um, throughout the buildings, but uh, Underdog Sports or UnderdogPortland.com. Um, there's adult league teams mm. All for right. bowling, for football, for soccer, mm-hmm. for whatever. All right, uh, can you can you transfer me to Bridget, please? Here you go. Thank you, Dave. She doesn't pick up by the second ring. She's probably not there. She's uh, she's very attentive. Hi, this is Bridget. I'm either on my phone or away from my desk, so please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Mm, she sounds very friendly. She does. No, she's she, very... I uh, talked to her. She's no, Bridget's gonna, fantastic. She what? was going to gather people for KFO. Really? Uh, they already beat. Hello. Hi, Bridget. Uh, hey, this is Rick. Um, so I'm wondering if there is already in existence an AM 970 bowling team, because I know you bowl for something. You, you bowl for some team, some gathering, some loose coalition of whoever. Uh, so Richie has this uh, AM 970 bowling team he's starting, and I just need to know if there's already, I don't know, who from what pool can we draw for this? So, uh, all right, thank you. Bye. All right. So it says, 
Are you league champion, yes, Richie? Yes, I'm captain of the league champions, now, defending. Now when you, but what does that mean? Who's on the team now? Uh, Is it just you? Well, I think we were, what, Squid was like the backup, and then I had a... Uh, Two of the AEs and then somebody else. So, oh, okay. So, so you, are we going to be a joint team? Like, is Squid going to be on our team? Uh, well, Intercom's not putting in a team because they're whips. Squid listens because, to our show. Because computers day. can't bowl, Sarah. Uh, so, let's invite him to be on our team. So, well, let's stop here. Let's stop here. What is the league? In other words, you guys had a team, but were you playing against other media companies? Yeah, there's uh, KGW, there's uh, Z100, there's the Blazers. They got a team in there. And there's 105, there's, there's there. KXL, KUFO. Which, which CBS took third last year with Underdog. All right. And so you were on an intercom team. It was you, Squid, some AEs, anybody else we know? Uh, No. All, All right. right. Uh, and so that team has probably disbanded, though, because you're over here. Yeah, they don't even... They have five teams over there. All right, so now you are attempting to start a new uh, bowling team here for AM 970 that will compete against KGW and KXL and KUFO and all those and guys. Take the... How many people need to be on the team? Uh, you get four all right. to play, but you can have backups and stuff. So, so you, you already got two. You got you, you and Sarah. There we go. All right, so you just need, like, two more. All right, well, we'll try to dig up two, two more. But I'm like a backup because so. I suck. Well, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll give you a handicap, good. though. I thought you I'm, were league I'm champion. Bad, no. too. Well, I averaged like 88, but then in the in the playoffs, <laughs> I, averaged like 60. I somehow got in a 180. You ought to try to be really drunk on Cobra whiskey before you bowl. That'll help you. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, there's a lot of drinking. Squid's in. Squid's in? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he can well, play he can't a be on the CBS team. Yes, he can. Intercom doesn't have a team. They'll fire him eventually, and they'll be over here. Well, all right. Well, we'll talk about it later. Thank Rick, you, Richie. if you're not willing to put... You know, I can't. I can't team. do it. Exactly. So why can't we find friends just because we work for different companies? Well, mean we can't it doesn't matter. Well, okay. We'll talk about it later. Thank it's you. It's all about brotherhood. Maybe it Thank you, Richie. Sisterhood. We are part of the international brotherhood of... Um, Aren't we all broadcasters under the skin, Rick Emerson? I suppose. What is that thing that Johnny Fever was a member of? He, they were trying to, there was that episode where he, would, he was talking about he was... International Brotherhood of Drive Time Rock DJs of America, whatever. Here's Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth. So uh, let's talk about uh, some of this stuff, because we haven't gotten to it yet. Hang on a minute here. Let me get rid of this stuff. Get rid of that. Okay, now we're ready to go. Well, with the Iowa Cup... Brunch... Oh, here... This is it. <laughs> How you doing over there? Oh, pretty good. Let me just amuse... Uh, let, let me here just... we go. I've had worse press than a pedophile or a murderer, and I've done nothing but charity for 20 years. All right. So, uh, Governor Mike Huckabee has declared the, uh, the GOP as his winning side, beating out Mitt Romney in what many consider to be a two-person race. Huckabee is a former minister. He's downplaying the significance of his evangelical voter turnout on the Today Show. What we're seeing is that this campaign is not just about people who have religious fervor. It's about people who I love got the America, fervor for the flavor of the Savior. Be better and believe that change is necessary, and it's not going to happen from within Washington. No, you won't, because there are a lot of religious nuts in Iowa. In any place it's flat. No, I always it, think outsiders are coming over to take over their sacred uh, no, lands. Like enough. anybody would want it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so we have Obama riding high in his victory, and he's heading to New Hampshire. In four days, you have a chance to say to those corporate lobbyists that their days of setting the agenda in Washington are over. They have not funded my campaign. They will not run my White House, and they will not drown out the voices of the American people when I'm president of the United States of America. Don't get me wrong. I don't dislike Barack Obama. Uh, Oprah told people to vote for him. I know. And again, and I'm you not, don't say no to Oprah. And you know what? He was a powerful speaker last night. He really did. He was channeling, uh, maybe not JFK, but certainly Bobby Kennedy he was channeling last night. Uh, and it did sound like that he, he did have a lot of that. The torch has been even though John Edwards actually said that. John mm -hmm. Edwards actually said the torch has been passed. Mm -hmm. uh, he flat out quoted JFK. Um and Oprah is his Joe Kennedy. No, it's true. Um, the 
Marilyn Monroe could have sex with half the decision makers in America. And it wouldn't matter if they think Jack is soft on the commies. Uh, boy, how sad my life is. That's uh, a great scene. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Peter, the, uh, I, I mean, I dig Obama. I do. He, you know, I'm not trying to, trying to diss Obama. But I, it, it, my gut just says there's no way that guy can be elected president. I just don't. I just think that too much of America... I think there's just huge segments of America that just wouldn't vote for him. I mean, as sad a statement as that is. Um, now, I do think this, though. I do think I do think that he would have no problem getting slotted in as vice president, and then they just make the unspoken agreement with Hillary, that I mean, or the, you know, the unsaid agreement anyway, that Hillary is the top, he is the, the VP, and then his time comes in eight years. I think that would absolutely, and they've got to know that. And they've got to know that you don't, that the, that the Clinton attack machine is just so finely honed that they would be fools not to use that to leverage their way into the White House this fall. I mean, I do firmly believe that Obama can be president. I don't believe it can happen this year. I think it can happen if he gets in as vice president under Hillary Clinton. And everybody's said that it's not going to happen, but I don't know. I mean, it's just I. My gut sense is that the Clintons are just so brutal and savage that the Democrats would be. The Democrats are just so sick of losing that they got to know that whatever, however badly they claim Hillary was beaten. Last night, which I think is, is it, it's a falsehood to say that she really was beaten all that badly, because I don't think it's indicative, because it, it really is just like the most hardcore partisan voters turning out last night. It's, just, it's, like, it's like 200,000 people or something. I mean, yeah. it's a pittance. Yeah. Um, it's a staple of farmers. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, it's already the most motivated of the most motivated of the most motivated. It's not the general public. And then the fact that they're claiming Rudy Giuliani, I mean, Rudy Giuliani got 4% of the vote yesterday. He didn't run there. He didn't spend any money. That's what I mean. And so that's how you know the caucus doesn't really mean anything. Uh, the idea that somehow Rudy Giuliani would get 4%, I mean, it obviously bears no relation to what he would get in the national election. So, anyway. Uh, Hillary put on her best smile. This is a great night for Democrats. We have seen an unprecedented turnout here in Iowa, and... That is good news. She ought to hire somebody else to speak for her. You know what I mean? Somebody to stand behind her and speak, and like, she can just like move. Like a sex kitten voice. She can just move. Or just a voice that doesn't sound like somebody's sanding down your eardrums. Uh, she said the race is not just about electing a new leader. We're not just trying to elect a president. We're trying to change our country. That is what I am committed to doing. So uh, Bill Clinton reminds everyone that he lost in Colorado, Maine, Maryland, New Hampshire, and South Dakota before winning a state. Bill recommends Hillary's uh, campaign is striking to New Hampshire because she's more popular and more people know Bill when he campaigned there. Uh-oh, Mitt Romney. And he did his best to sound like a winner even after the results came in showing him trounced. You're going to see change in Washington because America recognizes uh -huh. that we're not going to change the nation and have a bright future if we just send the same old people back to Washington in just different chairs. Yeah, he's an That's not going to work. We need new faces in Washington, and I intend to be one of them. He has $250 million to spend. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, he spent like $40 million or some insane amount yeah. in Iowa, and, uh, and Huckabee only spent like four hundred grand. No. Not even half a million dollars. He schooled Romney. So, yeah, Romney's not going to be, I mean, they say vice president, maybe. He's certainly not going to be president. Uh, Mitt Romney says his campaign is carrying a lot of momentum. So I guess this is Mitt, Mitt Mentum. You think about where we started. An unknown governor from the bluest state in America comes to Iowa running against, well, at that time, three household names. Rudy Giuliani, John McCain, Fred Thompson. And somehow tonight, we beat all of them. Yeah. John McCain persists in being the undead, like the zombie candidate, who you just can't quite keep down. You just, you know, it's good. You can't quite make the guy stay dead. 
Uh, so, but he, I think McCain, I think he ended up actually losing. I think he actually came in, came behind Thompson for the yeah. longest time last night. He was actually leading Fred Thompson, which is sad. Uh, Rudy Giuliani said he didn't spend any time with money in Iowa. It wasn't worth it to him anyway. What we did is we looked at the whole uh, calendar. We've got 29 uh, primaries and caucuses. We've put in proportionate time in each. And I think as we move along, you're going to see that that strategy really pays off uh, in that we've paid a lot of attention to states that uh, some other candidates haven't paid as much attention to. Here's the only reason that the caucuses are going to mean anything. The only way that the caucuses will mean anything is if... The media just takes their cue from, which they seem to be doing, take their cue from this and then just announce to the world that it's Obama and Huckabee as the candidates. If the, if the media just looks at Iowa and says, well, America, it's Obama and Huckabee, and then America goes, well, all right, I guess, uh, because I, I still believe, and I didn't have time to talk about this with Lisa, we'll talk about it maybe on Monday, I still believe if you just were to have the election tomorrow, the average American moron... Uh, will just vote for whoever they kind of know the best and whoever they, you know, they they sort of have the best gut sense about and the best top of mind, which is Giuliani. I mean, the average Republican nitwit is just going to vote for Giuliani because blah, 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 terror, blah, 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 9-11, blah, blah, blah. Uh, just like the average Democrat is going to go for Hillary Clinton because they all want Bill back. So uh, maybe that'll change, but maybe not. Uh, John Edwards' advisor, Mudcat Saunders, <laughs> says the money be- behind the... What? Obama- what? John Edwards' advisor, Mudcat Saunders, says the money between uh, Obama and Clinton proves the election cannot be bought. You know, we faced an uphill battle in Ohio. You know, they spent six times more money than we did. <laughs> he sounds like a guy named Mudcat. $100 million, but, you know, it didn't matter. I'd like to think that, you know, this election is not going to be an auction. What do you think, Mudflap? Really? Mudcat? Mudcat. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John McCain says he's not worried at all. People in New Hampshire don't buy that stuff. They want to see the candidate, and they like the positive campaigns. All right. Uh, Fred Thompson, let's not forget about him. Fred Thompson vows to continue the race regardless of its outcome. And we'll have to look at the oh, final numbers, and we'll have to look at our money situation and uh, all of that. But yeah. It looks like somebody's going to need Whatever. to carry a strong, consistent, conservative message, and it looks like it ought to be me. <laughs> uh, sure. That's just sad. That's exactly what we want. Uh, this email says, Rick, Hillary needs to change up her strategy. She should just change her science to say Hill Clinton and find a round H. Then she should just go into hiding and let Bill do all the talking. Says, I watched, and this is from a man. He says, I watched uh, Bill Clinton on a few weeks ago on Charlie Rose. I couldn't decide if I wanted to get out of bed that instant and vote for Hillary Clinton or sleep with Bill, and I'm a straight male. God damn, Bill Clinton is charming and charismatic. Um, anyway, uh... P.S. Paris and K-Fed make sense. She's in the market for a baby daddy, and that guy will knock you up just by walking by you. Um, also, I'm Not Meeting Jesus Alone is a brilliant idea for a song, except the Violent Femmes did it with Country Death Song, Man Kills Wife, Throws Daughter Down Well, Hangs Self in Barn. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, here's Tim Riley. Oh, I had a story here about Letterman. David Letterman's beard will soon become a thing of the past, according to the Daily News. Dave plans to shave off his two-month-old facial hair on Monday night's episode of the show. He is planning to have somebody come in and give him a trim as part of an on-the-air stunt. He began growing that beard at the start of the Hollywood writers' strike. All right. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show, sir, madam, is the case, maybe. Rick? Hello? Hi, it's Ashley. Hi. Hi. Jason's fiance? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you were of the Crump fiancés. Uh, I am. The Crump Ashleys. This is, yeah, this is Jason <laughs> from Vanished Twin, his fiance Ashley. Hello. I have a great person for your bowling team. This is who? My brother. Okay. Have you he, talked to? Have you floated this by Richie? Have you already run this through the Richie gauntlet of bowling uh, criteria? No, 
But he would be way into it. I know he would. I don't know that we're allowed. Are we allowed to have ringers? Do they all actually have to be from? Uh... No, because it's not a CBS. Um, it's not a CBS function. So we're just like using the name, but we can, you know, have anybody that we want. All right. So this will be like the match movie where we bring in the ringer to play football with us. Um, all right. Because I guess the uh, we will be playing Z100, the Blazers, KGW. Oh, now I'm kind of freaked. I am like not. Like, ha-ha, oh, I'm bad, but I bowl like a 150. I am terrible. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm not bowling. Also, I hate oh. bowling. Um, yeah, KXL, KUFO, couple, uh, whatever format is on 105 today. Uh, I guess we're all going to be bowling against them. So we do need all the help we can get. Is he good? He's really good. All right. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold, and Richie will get your contact info. We may take you up on that offer. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ashley. There you go. But it can't, be, it can't just be a good bowler. Like, they have to be able to be able to hang out and drink beer. Yeah, it can't and... be a tool. Exactly. Like, there's right. some weirdo, like, yeah. All right, Rich, you didn't get, yeah, was he, yeah, yeah, he can't be, I'm not saying he is, I'm just saying he can't be some, uh, can't be some dick. Oh, and I wasn't referring to him, sorry. Oh, I was, I'm just saying he can't be, I've never met him, so I'm just saying he can't be a tool. Uh, so, uh, all right. Uh, you're listening to KCMD Portland, here's Tim Riley. So, as the writer's strike continues, there are some people who refuse to appear on any of the talk shows, especially Letterman, until the strike is settled. John Cryer is picketing outside the NBC studios and refuses to go on the program. If this is a guy who's campaigning on his character. This isn't a, way, a good way to start it. Made a huge misstep here. It, this morning I was thinking he must not know. And then he comes up with this excuse and I'm like, maybe it's true. Maybe he just is kind of an idiot and doesn't get what the stakes are here. And it's unfortunate because uh, I like funny candidates. I don't understand what we're talking. Oh, because Huckabee went on Leno. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Would we go on would we go on the Letterman show or on the Leno show if they asked us on tomorrow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like our I like how our integrity folds. Our integrity crumples like a wet dollar bill in the wash. All right, yeah. I mean I'm all for the writers, but attention Jay Leno. Uh, the Rick Emerson cast is available to come on your show. Well, I, I'll go on Letterman but not Leno. Really? Yeah. So you wouldn't cross the picket line if Leno asked you on tomorrow? No, I'm not supposed to have a member sag. But I mean well, not supposed to. I'm saying if Jay Leno said, you know, Tim, I like your Riley Live and your news, and I'd love to have you on for 12 minutes on national television tomorrow, Tim Riley. No. You're just saying that. <laughs> yes, mm. he nodded. I mean, he didn't nod. He did not nod. Tim is full I saw of no nodding. It has like the switch that someone's head No, it's, it's a little, it's a chick. Yeah. It's a nervous, it's a thing. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Everson Show. Hello. Hey, uh, Jesse in the coop. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, just letting Sarah know. Even if you're a bad bowler in a league, you get an average and you get um, you get pins given to you. If you're a bad bowler, they actually give you bonus pins. Wait, so score. it's sort of like oh, an affirmative okay. action thing like where if bumpers. you where if you suck, they'll just like give you something. Kind of, yeah, but it's for okay. everybody. It's, it's whatever you don't get up to 200. So let's say your average is like 70, and then different leagues will either give you the full count, so you get 130 well, that's crap. pins. Well, well, no, it's not. It makes it mid level the playing field. That way, you don't have to go out and get, you know, four professionals to ball to win. That yeah. way, if you're consistent, you'll win. That's right. the only. Trick I like. I'm all offended by it. I don't even bowl or care about sports, and I'm all offended that they're rigging the uh, the scoring system. I'm the worst bowler on earth. I suck. You know who's a good bowler is Clyde. Clyde bowls well, especially when he's drunk for some reason. So. Uh, Ooh, maybe Clyde should be on our team. There you go. Clyde's a good bowler. He really, he's legitimately good. I am not. Uh, well, I just wanted to thank Sarah Spear and let her know that she, it would still be fun and she would still be you know, an active member and participating in her team. Excellent. Thank oh, you, thank sir. You. All right. Yep. Bye. Here's, weren't we supposed to get Roop at some point? I'm assuming he's busy with Britney news, though, right? He must be in a... Is there a press conference or something happening now? Uh, I know that Kevin Federline was maybe going to have a custody conference, but... We were supposed to have Roop like 20 minutes ago. I mean, I'm not complaining. I understand he's probably busy. Something probably came up. All right. Uh, uh... Tim, do you know are they having a... 
a hearing? No, I don't. Home? I have no home. Oh, hey, who wants to, uh, not to take a break, we'll just roll through here, but who wants to hear something amusing? Just as a little diversion. Oh, I, I, I always do. All right, hold on I a like second. amusement. Me. I like amusement. We like amusement. The Rick Emerson Show. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Um, let's see. This is for Tim Riley. Okay. Let me see here if I can uh, make sure to get this up here. Um, all right, Tim, I'm just going to play a couple of these for you. Uh, these are from uh, YouTube, home of all good entertainment these days. Home. I have no home. Hunted. Despised. Living in the country This is a five-year-old. But one day, I'll create a race with super atomic people and we'll conquer the whole world. <laughs> so there you go. There's that. How that about the music? How about this one? Uh, let's see. This is uh, some guy. I am um, a big fan of Tim Burton's Ed Wood movie starring Johnny Depp, which came out around 1994. Ed Wood tells the story of probably the worst director of all time. Well, get to the speech. Ed Wood, who directed. No, we have to let that one buffer. All right, here's one that is a this is a sock puppet of a cat. Uh, this is, I know it's a video, but imagine this is a sort of Syphil and Ollie style uh, hand puppet uh, of a kitten. Home. I. Oh, no, nah, it's, it's taking forever to buffer. Buffer. All right. Huh. Uh, there is, if you go into, um, if you go to YouTube and type in um, Bella Lugosi Performance Challenge. There are, I swear to you, there's about 500 videos of people doing this. Um, they have no home. Hunted. Despised. Living like an animal. It's a sock puppet. Jungle is my home. <laughs> oh. I will show the world that I can be. It's master. And by the way, I have to say that the cat, the cat uh, uh, sock puppet, is actually speaking. They're recreating the scene with two puppets. The other one is like a rat hand puppet. So it's actually the cat speaking. <laughs> I will perfect a new race of people, a race of atomic supermen. This will conquer the world. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Boy, I'm dumb and easily amused. Uh, wait, let's see. Let's do one more here. Um, um, okay, here's how about this one. Uh, let's see. We'll open this and uh, give it just a. Uh, we'll give this just a second to uh, to queue up. Uh, let's see. And by the way, Lisa Desjardins, who did the show, you have no show that line. Is so genius. She'd never seen Ed Wood though, and so Joni had to explain. I haven't seen it either, but I know that line. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna buy it. I'm going to buy a copy and give it to you. You have to own it. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I don't... Uh, I thought you were going to bring me that Britpop. Uh, I, I, no, I did bring you that. Uh, but I will... If I find a used copy somewhere... I mean, the, the new DVDs are like 40 bucks. So I look it, forward to CD, CD games. See, but no one would ever turn it in. I know, I know. So uh, I'll bring you my copy to watch, though. Okay. Uh, I did bring you that Britpop thing. Uh, but Lisa Desjardins had never seen it, so Joni had to explain how to do it. But uh, Lisa did say that once the cam, once she's done following, you know, traveling, she's going to go home and watch Ed Wood. It's like at the top of her Netflix queue. Okay, this is um, Lauren, an eight-year-old girl. Home. 
home. I have no home. Hunted, despised, living like animals. The jungle is my home. So creepy. <laughs> I will show the world that I can be its master. I will perfect my own race of people. The race of atomic supermen that will conquer the world. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> kids are great because you can just kind of make them do whatever you That's want. That's the only reason I could see you ever having kids. I know that you won't, but... Well, you know, it's like uh, we were talking to Ashley, who is Jason Crump's fiance. Jason uh, has, uh, I won't say trained, but he's raised his daughter, uh, sort of Jersey girl style, to be a huge Star Wars fan. And she can do, like, call and response with all the great uh, Star Wars lines. Uh, all right. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Yeah, just a couple quick things about Underdog. You guys are going to have a blast. Underdog, I've been with them for, uh, I've had a team bowling for the last four seasons with them. Uh-huh. It's not like a regular bowling league. There are no averages kept. Uh, there, there's no handicaps. Uh, they've actually capped high scores now at 205. So it's to keep the, the good bowlers away. So even if you bowl a perfect game, you only get a 205. All right. And uh, you bowl with six bowlers, three guys, three girls, then you drop the lowest score of each, the lowest guy and the lowest girl. Um, Can I just... Yeah, go ahead. Let me just tell you how un unbelievably, and this is not a reflection on you, sir, please, and I do appreciate your enthusiasm and your desire to share knowledge with the rest of us. I can't express to you how little I care about about any of this. Um, and, and again, please don't, don't take any personal offense at that. It's that I'm not going to be taking part in the bowling. Uh, I have no desire to be part of the bowling, and uh, in in Trump no me. way do the parameters well, of the bowling apply to me. Well, Richie, I, I, I don't take offense that you're lame. So. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. That makes the whole call worthwhile. You have 12-year-old boys to play, you know, your Xbox, whatever it is, with. Uh, over the Internet, and those are boys <laughs> I never meet, by the way. Let's not make it sound as though they're having a sleepover at my ranch. Uh <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Well, do pass the information along to Richie and or Sarah, I think they're going to be the bowling uh, yeah, persons from the show. One more quick thing. Yeah. They used to give out free drinks, free beers, when you got three strikes or three stars. Oh, that's the league. then that's the league that my wife and I bowled in. Yeah, uh, but now they can't do that anymore because the OLCC, who we love so much, stepped in and said they couldn't give away drinks. Sons so of, sons of bitches. That with a three-way tie. Thank you. All right. Uh, here's uh, Tim Riley, the Ministry of Truth. It's very strange that the latest update from the Orange County Register is headline: Britney Spears intoxicated, 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 taken from home by ambulance. So it doesn't say Britney Spears crazy and suicidal and locked up against her will for three days. It says intoxicated. Is that the uh, is that the hand of PR that is suddenly reaching out to scrub everything clean of the taint of scandal? You got me. All right. Time for Monkey Watch. Here's your Monkey Watch for uh, Friday on the Rick Everson Radio Program. <laughs> this comes to us from New Delhi. That's in India, the home of many monkey stories. A northern Indian state claims it planned to use unemployed youths to sterilize monkeys to try to combat aggressive primates who've been raiding the farms. The authorities have struggled in recent years to deal with tens of thousands of monkeys who live in and around cities. I will create a race of atomic monkeys. They are drawn to public places such as temples and office buildings where devout Hindus feed them, believing them to be manifestations of the god Hunamam. In recent months, the deputy mayor of New Delhi was killed when he fell from his balcony during an attack by wild monkeys. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is the best way to die ever. The deputy mayor of New Delhi was killed when he fell from his balcony during an attack by wild monkeys. <laughs> Twenty-five others were injured when a monkey went on a rampage in that city. Uh, the mountain people of uh, Hemeshu Pradesh 
uh, say they've been infected with uh, rhesus uh, marquee monkeys. They've been driven to farms and cities after losing their natural forest habitat. Those are monkeys filled with peanut butter. Uh, Monkeyologists and conservationists that uh, submitted recently to the federal and state governments say the plan would make the monkey problem worse. It's a ridiculous idea. It'll make the monkeys worse. It has nothing to do to contain monkeys and probably will make them worse. Can you imagine having to have badly sterilized monkeys running around? <laughs> no. Let's all imagine it now. Badly sterilized monkeys. Badly sterilized monkeys. All right. There's your monkey watch for uh, Friday on the Rick Emerson Show. Damn. There you go. Uh, this email says, Rick, I just heard a local radio DJ use the term snarky. He says, I'm sure you didn't invent that word, but come on. I won't say which station it was, but let's just say they play way too much Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, listen again tomorrow at the same time, you'll hear the same line. And the same song, probably. <laughs> Wasn't it, uh, Sarah, was it you that pointed out that KNRK, or whatever they're called now, that they play that Smushing Pumpkin song every day at around 348 or something? Oh, they used to. It was like for months at a time. And someone who doesn't quite know how to use Selector properly. That's... Selector, which is the yeah, music. Yeah, they're playing Disarm every day at the yeah. same time. So I would ride my bike and get home, and it would be on. I'd be walking in my kitchen all the time. You like the beginning? I'm just saying, theoretically, in my opinion, at whatever station it has that kind of bad music scheduling. And not a knock on the actual music itself, just on the fact that's someone who doesn't feel like creating a new music log for every day. Or maybe they, maybe at whatever station, you know, someone rolls into work not quite to... Not quite able to put in the, uh, not quite able to put in the mental firepower that it takes to create a whole new day of music. So it's uh, copy, paste, print, go. Let's, isn't this the same music that we played yesterday in exactly the same order? You shut up! You just play it. Uh, all right. What do we got here? Uh, Rick, what's up with the Spears men? We hardly ever hear anything about the men of the Spears family. I think they need to step up. It is kind of weird, actually, that we never hear anything about Jamie Spears. Did you already say this, or am I having a flashback? Well, we talked about it during the break a little yeah. bit. Isn't Jamie Spears the dad? Jamie, yeah, because Jamie and, and, Lynn. and Lynn. Jamie and Lynn. Lynn. Right. La, 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 la. Uh, so you can tell that's the daughter they put all their hopes in. Um, th th so you never hear anything about the dad. Uh, was he the one? And I, if not, I, this is my... I'm trying to remember. Is it him or Lindsay Lohan's dad? Who was the one who was accused of being a big cokehead? That was Michael Lohan. Okay, and not... then he was the one who was in jail for a little while too. All right. So what do we what is what do we know about nothing? See, that's are a, they even married? I don't. Are they together? I don't know. Are Britney's parents married or divorced? Tim, do we know? We don't know. We right. never talk about it. No one knows. Uh, no, we have no no. Uh, also, we never. I never even knew there was a Spears brother until today. Brian Spears. I never even heard about him. Uh, let's see. Rick, uh, having conducted a Google search, uh, I obtained many results that show that Brittany lives at 12094 Summit Circle. Uh, he says, let's go attack it with pointy umbrellas right now. Uh, if you look on Google Earth, you can see a stunning picture. What was that? Something coming up. Wait, do we have Brittany news? No. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have regular news. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so 12094 uh, Summit, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Rick, please never say the words Pimp Squad on the air again. It's very disturbing to me. I live in fear of the Pimp Squad sitting next to me at every bar I go to from now on. Here's Tim Riley, the Ministry of Truth. I cut my arm off. A worker calls 911 after a self-amputation to uh, escape a machine accident. Here's the call, apparently. Ambulance, what's the address of the emergency? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 13401. Oh. Wow. Oh. You can hear the pain in the caller's voice. Uh, I had my arm cut off, man. I had my arm cut off. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. Uh, I had my arm cut off. 
It's off. I have my own cut off. Okay. I have no concrete. That 911 call was made about 4.30 in the morning. The 52-year-old you hear on the phone was at Alamo Concrete early warming up some equipment when his coat got caught in a piece of machinery. Oh! sleeve had become entangled in a pulley or an auger, and uh, he was... Uh, How did he even dial the phone? Oh, I guess it would be with your thumb. He told that he was stuck for what he thought was about 30 minutes until he amputated his arm at the elbow. Oh! And then he somehow managed to make his way to the office to call for help. The things people have to do for a living. He's another one of those guys that had to cut off his own limb with a pocket knife or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's handy that these guys always seem to have a knife on them. Have you ever realize, you know, think about these stories where it's like a guy who gets his arm cut under the boulder. They always do seem to have like a big jackknife or something like in their pocket that they can just whip out to sever the uh, the appendage in question. Well, lucky for him. Or not, is the case maybe. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. 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 Hey, I just came up with a really creepy, disgusting kind of conspiracy theory in the Spears world. All right. It's creepy and disgusting, so here's the thing. I'm going to let you sit and ponder that for just a second. Decide whether you really want to tell us. All right. Now, do you think that this is something that still should be shared with the people? Yes, I do. All right. Before you do that, let me do one other thing. I'm going to write down what I think your theory is, and I'm going to show it to Sarah, and then after the fact, we'll see if I was right about it. All right. Okay, hold on. Writing it down. Okay, that's my... Yeah. All right, so go ahead. What is your uh, conspiracy theory, sir? My, my icing on the cake conspiracy theory is earlier they said that uh, the Spears' brother is a producer for the uh, show Jamie Lynn's on. Yes, sir. That's correct. Isn't there also a rumor that there's a producer that's possibly responsible for her pregnancy? Yes, I wrote Didn't down... Did you email this to me? Did I... you email this to me? Did you email this, this story earlier? No, I did not. Oh, oh so somebody, somebody else... sent me that uh, yeah. I wrote down one word. I wrote down incest and showed that to Sarah. Yeah, no, that's... It's funny how... No... Okay, there's something really wrong with us as a show and as people, because isn't that the conclusion we immediately came to with Anna Nicole, too? That <laughs> she'd had sex with her son? Isn't oh, yeah. that... That's you know, imi- and people still kind of think that. They, they weren't that far off. They still do. So... It, it's odd that that's imme- our minds immediately go to interfamily uh, buggery. Uh, oh, we just learned that L.A. County Courthouse is the scene of an emergency hearing in Brittany and Cape Ed's custody battle. It'll take place at 1.30. So that is oh, coming so up in 50. That's, time. Okay, so that's so where... How are they, they going to have a, a custody hearing when she's locked up in a oh, middle that's where is, I bet. Well, that's Andrew. Well, they'll have her lawyers because she lost her lawyers for the, D, uh, the hit-and-run case, but she still has... Custody lawyers, so the lawyers will argue on her behalf. Oh, please, honestly, like really, like Brittany was doing anything at those hearings anyway. She wasn't even showing up to half of them, and then she was just sitting there slumped over like Abe Vigoda. So, so see, here's here's what's going to happen: is the uh, the lawyer team's going to send in their rookie who's like straight out of law school that represents her, and he's not going to be able to sit there and chuckle when he says that uh, Brittany needs to keep custody of her kids. Yeah, no, it's true. All right, thank you, sir. Yep. All right, there you go. Fantastic. All right, here's Tim Riley, the Ministry of Truth. Well, by looking at Sean Wiglis's family home, you can tell they love animals. They have a small animal garden statue in the yard, and cats are running around playing daily. So, Wednesday evening, the coldest night of the season, the family wanted to keep Conan warm. You see, Conan is their pet Vietnamese pot-bellied pig. So, they put him in the outhouse or the pool house. It's like a bathroom. They put a, a working lamp in there. And he must have knocked it over and set the building on fire. Mrs. O'Leary's pig. The fire destroyed the pool house and burned the back porch of their home. Jeremy Roblash of the fire department said the fire in turn spread to the eaves of the resident. 
Fortunately, they were able to stop it before it reached the actual home. Fantastic. The pet was a piglet when the family adopted, but he's grown to over 100 pounds. So there. All four people and many of the animals in the house survived. Uh, we got this. Rick, I thought you may find this funny. My father-in-law is a prison guard in Oklahoma City. The color me bad guy was brought into his jail. Here are some direct quotes. He said that the guards were teasing him so badly that it was borderline torture. This is the color me bad guy. What was the color me bad guy arrested for? I don't know. The guy with the big head that we were talking about? I guess. Oh, my God. I saw the photo that that guy was talking about. His head is huge. Huge. Mm. I saw. He sent me a screen Somebody capture. Somebody put it on your MySpace, MySpace page, page. The Color Me Bad Guy's head is on my MySpace page. If you go there, it's uh, Rick Emerson. Uh, I'm sorry. MySpace.com slash Rick Emerson. His head is massive. He says they would turn on the speaker to his cell and sing his songs to him over and over and over again. They would have him sign his mugshot in return for dinner. Then about ten of the guards walked him out when he made bail and waved goodbye and said, See you soon. Signed, I gotta go sex something up. Loyal listener in mm-hmm. Philly. Uh, that is uh, TJ in Philly. All right, here's uh, Tim Riley. So Portland could be the first city in North America to have bike boxes that let cyclists rest in front of cars during red lights at many busy intersections. Traffic engineers have been planning to put the colorful boxes at 14 intersections after logging six fatal bike accidents this year. Yesterday, the city council heard details of the traffic improvements and plans to add more mirrors and guard bars to big city trucks to keep cyclists from going under the vehicles. What is a bike box? A bike box is something painted in the road, apparently. Okay, like a little square that you can sit with your bike in. Yeah. Well, that, like, don't we already have things called bike lanes that are painted there? Not just a box, but actually an entire section of the road. These are bigger, though. These are a two-foot-deep stripe at the back of the box to show cars where to stop. Not going to work. I mean, I'm I mean, just saying, it, 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 I'm not trying to be a negative Nelly about it. So now they're, they're putting bars in front of the trucks. Like they do in California, the uh, decapitation bars, which they don't have here. What? Decapitation I don't bars. Know, well, I don't know what that is. Say if you have a big rig. Yeah. And you have a car. Well, some cars can drive underneath these big rigs, and it'll slice off the top, including your head. Oh, yeah. No, so no, they no, have that's decapitation yeah. bars, but they don't have them here. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. You can be decapitated here. I do think about that sometimes, actually. I do think about, like, when I see a semi, I do think about what happened if my car were to, like, go underneath a semi and take my head clean off, Mansfield style. They don't care. No, they don't. Uh, Let's do one more, and then we'll, uh, by popular request, we'll play this Richie Bristol audio again from yesterday. Warner Brothers Studio announces its intent to release high-definition DVDs exclusively in Sony's Blu-ray format. This is a major loss to Toshiba's rival HD DVD technology. I don't, I don't know what any of this stuff is. I don't either. I don't know. I what... just put put the little thing in the slot and it plays. Uh, there's the Blu-ray and then there's HD DVD. And I think I'm like most of them. It's not that I'm not a, a dork and an early adopter. I am. It's just that I don't. I'm confused. And so like most Americans and I'm confused, I do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to sit here and wait for the whole thing to shake itself out. All, as long as I don't have to replace my whole DVD library. That's all I care about. That's all I care about, too. Uh, Time Warner is Warner Brothers Studios, Hollywood's biggest seller of DVDs, and accounts for close to 20% of DVDs sold in the U.S. Disney, 20th Century Fox, and Lionsgate are among the studios that have already backed the uh, Blu-ray format. Well, it's like, well, I don't even know. I'm not saying I don't know. It, it, it Largely because I haven't investigated it. But now that I got the 360, everybody is like, you got to get a bigger television. And I, um, God, did you see that they're unveiling a 150-inch television? Well, the other ones aren't big enough. Christ, You know man. that Matt Peterson's going to buy that the oh, day he's probably out. already got it. Uh, I mean, the, my television's 28 inches, which I thought was plenty big. I know I sound like an old guy, but really, what, 28 inches is pretty large when you think. Considering the fact that we all grew up with 13-inch black and white televisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I got the the uh, the, the uh, Xbox 360, everybody's like, oh, you need to get the huge flat screen. 
And then it's like, do I get plasma or do I get LCD? And it, how big? And how? And don't I have to get like some guy? Doesn't some guy have to come and mount it on my wall? Because you can't just like prop it up inside your entertainment center. Well, I suppose you could try it yourself. Just hang it up with a thumbtack, mm-hmm. some double face tape. Um, so then it's like I got to figure out whether. And please don't call about this, but I, I got to figure out where to get a plasma TV or whether I'm getting an LCD TV and how big is it supposed to be? And does that work with my TiVo? Or do I have to get some new TiVo if I'm going to have an HD television? Uh, and, and you know, and how am I going to mount it on my wall? And then how does it work with my Dolby 7.1 system that I got? It's all very confusing. I know Too many that, questions. I'm just going to say, I, I know enough that, answers. Uh, people in other countries long to have these sorts of issues plaguing their lives. But really, it is very complex, needlessly complex, I might say. Uh, Richie, here, we've got two things. Uh, somebody sent us some Britney. Uh, somebody claims that we need... Britney Sounders. I got some Britney Sounders. Do you want me to listen to them? Yeah, and then this one says, Richie says, I put new audio in the RES folder. Two more, two clips. One more puking clip. Really? Is it, Richie, is this a different, a different puke? Is this a different? Well, that's o- for the connoisseur. <laughs> for, the, for the puking enthusiast, for the aficionado. Um, is this of a different puking session, or is this a different audio of the same puke? Uh-oh. I, ooh. Uh-oh. Do we have breaking news? Uh-huh. Is it bad? Uh, okay, hold on. Okay. Let me just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we now have this breaking news from Tim Riley. So according to Perez Hilton, the reason that Jaden James was rushed to the hospital in the ambulance last night, Brittany said he had a bruise on him. Uh-huh. And the family insider tells Page Six, we'll have to go there, adding, and she said she did not do it. Little JJ was checked out by the doctors who released early this morning and returned to K-Fed's house. So let me go to page six here. That's an odd thing to preemptively say. I didn't do it. I... Oh, damn. Okay. Maybe the bad Brittany did it. So I'm going to page six. It was last speak. updated 19 seconds ago. Brittany. And the headline is, <gasps> Jaden was bruised. Brittany light and Brittany dark. Did you get the... Did you refresh it, Tim? Hang on oh, here. oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're all going there now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. That, that was the McRib is back uh, inhalation. It? Tim Riley, please. I'm still waiting for it. Hang on. Hang okay. on. Ladies and gentlemen, hang on. Hold on. Let me we pull. have breaking news here hold any on. second. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Page six. Last updated two minutes ago. No, no, no. no, no. Go to Perez Hilton. All right. Hang on, on a minute. Hang on a minute. Look at that headline. Britney's assistant used a hammer to break down the door. Wow, really? Once again, Britney's assistant used a hammer to break down the door. That is fantastic. Now, Britney's assistant, Ellie Sims, had to use brute force to pry the singer out of the bathroom. Wow. Where she had barricaded herself with Jaden last night. Who was bruised? The drama began earlier that day during the child custody deposition, which distressed the star so much... She allegedly began drinking vodka as soon as she got home. I hope there's vodka in... Oh, sorry. The court-appointed monitor and Sims were with Brittany at her Mulholland Drive home. Now she lives in Mulholland Drive. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to calm her down. But as Brittany's emotional state worsened, she locked herself into the master suite bathroom. Eventually, Sims used a hammer to break the door down and then called emergency services. Hammer. The police arrived at 8.30 after Brittany reportedly refused to hand over her two sons. Another factor in the meltdown, sources tell Page Six that Brittany had recently freaked out on Kevin after hearing reports that he'd been flirting with Paris Hilton? With Paris Hilton. Uh, she is mad that he would ever get involved with her so-called friend, said the source. Kevin told her that Paris Hilton hit on him. 
But apparently, she did not believe that happened. So once again, uh, the word is that it's now been revealed that Britney's assistant had to break down the bathroom door with a hammer. With a hammer. Because Britney was barricaded with Jaden James, who was bruised, according to sources. Oh, my God. And the fact that Britney proved I didn't bruise him, y'all. We all know what that means. Oh, my. So this other headline says he was bruised. Uh, let's see. He was examined and found to be fine. The hospital released him to Kevin Federline. Uh, Kevin's mother, Julie Bleak, is also en route to KFED's house to be with her grandchildren. So. Now, I still don't have the... Uh, Perez Hilton, I still don't have that headline. Oh, I'm on uh, page six. Okay. The, where is the headline about the breaking yeah, down the door? He's just getting scooped all over. Yeah. Where is the breaking down the door headline? Uh, page six dot com. Okay. Yeah. Not on uh, Perez Hilton, then. Okay. That's no. why I couldn't find it. Okay. Page six. Which is well, I started with Perez Hilton. But the New York Post. Page six. New York Post, America's finest daily newspaper. Um, all right, so we're going to page six right now. Boy, that is just astounding. Yeah, your TMZ is getting uh, nailed on this. They really are getting screwed. Uh, I don't boy, know what the problem is. Boy, she, Brittany, she, boy, could she be crazier looking? No, yeah, that that, blank that's why we love stare. it. Oh, uh, that's not a stare of a human. All right, so uh, Ali Sims. You know what? It's a woman scorned. As soon as she knows that, yeah, that Kevin Federline's ouched over her. Paris Hilton. Totally over her. That's that's exactly what it is. First Justin is over her. Now Kevin Feder. Kevin. Fe Imagine being dumped by Kevin Federline. You're not even good enough for Kevin Federline, and he leaves you for Paris Hilton. Wow, that's terrible. Well, if Anna Nicole was that'd be like Sarah leaving and going to work for K Pam. Oh yeah, that would be. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. All so right. TMZ, take that. Yeah. Uh, we're still working on getting the Inquirer guy today. They're slammed, as you might imagine. Oh, they had to use a hammer to break down the door, and and the kid, as horrible as this is, so the kid was was bruised, and then it's so weird that oh, she would... It, there's more. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Jesus, this... All right. Britney Spears was stripped and had her personal belongings taken away upon arrival at the hospital this morning. She arrived at Cedar's side eye shortly before 1 o'clock after brief intake and a triage of nurse. She was turned over to the psychiatric ward. She was immediately stripped by security of her clothing to prevent her from potentially harming herself. She had all her personal items taken away as well, and all the items were put in a bag and a safe for security. Brittany was then examined by a psychiatrist who asked to see her countless questions, including whether she wanted to harm herself or others. Once again, Brittany was stripped raw naked. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. I can't. Blogger is so slow because I think everyone's Oh, everyone is looking at this. Everyone is typing R-O-T-F-L-M-O-W-T-F-L-O-L-O-M-G. So none of you in the audience have to do anything. We take care of everything here. We Rick, meeting all your needs. The Rick Emerson Show. Providing everything you need. Really, this show My heart is beating a mile a minute. This show is... This show does meet all the U.S. Day minimum daily requirements for all of your crap. I mean, really, in one show, you've gotten the uh, Iowa caucus, you've gotten Britney Spears, you'll get movie news later. Uh, this show really does, this is one-stop shopping. This is, what, this is what they used to call a full-service format, mm -hmm. uh, which is where you'd get music and farm reports and Paul Harvey. This is a full Britney format. <laughs> it really is. Boy, this photograph of her is uh, disturbing. She really does look soulless. Black eyes, the doll's eyes, the devil's eyes. Ugh. Jesus. 
Where is the thing about what the kid being bruised? Is that Perez Hilton? No, it's it's underneath. Keep scrolling down right. page six. Um, you see the youngster at the door. The reason Jaden James rushed to the hospital is because he had a bruise on him. And that Brittany preemptively added, presumably without being asked, I didn't do it, y'all. Jesus. That is really disturbing. Oh, man. All right. Just trying to get the... Brittany's bathroom standoff. It's funny. Uh, they've taken a page from the Drudge Report here. The page six is a huge red siren graphic above this uh, above this story. Brittany's assistant used hammer to break down the door. That is unbelievable. Can you imagine? Oh, if only there were video. I have to stop. Um, like I'm, every post, I'm like, holy ass. Yeah, maybe because <laughs> it, maybe it, we could do our own video. We should recreate it. We should do re. We should do artist renderings of all of these. Just I put think, Sarah in a bad wig and me. Just come on. I Richie think I can just, play Jaden. I thought the best title ever. Brittany's assistant had to break down the bathroom doors. Brittany refused to come out harboring a bottle of vodka and her two children inside. And the fact that she immediately went home and began drinking drinking vodka. Was it known that vodka is her drink of choice? Because the Nickel Arcade guys have the I Hope There's Vodka in Heaven. No, I think they just came up with that. Maybe, maybe been, she's maybe they've been imitating her. Yeah, maybe maybe she's taken maybe she's taken their uh, their hint. She's taken their lead. Jesus. Uh, all I right. I know what's wrong with page six. It was only updated seven minutes ago. Are uh, they working? Uh, so I'm looking. I'm, I'm out of curiosity. I'm seeing what Drudge has. Uh, Drudge is still about Obama. Does Drudge even have? Oh well, here he goes. Um, Drudge has the boy. You know the great. You know the skill that Drudge has is picking. He's even better than the Inquirer. This picking a single frame of a video that makes someone look absolutely unhinged. He does it with Hillary all the time. He'll pick these clips of Hillary and he'll find a frame that makes Hillary look like a zany Batwoman. Um, his picture of Britney here, she looks full on retarded. I don't mean like silly. I mean she looks full on. He she does look just like Terry Schiavo on George Report. Oh. I mean she does look like she's been lobotomized, Kennedy style. Oh, man, man, oh man. I know my friends were calling this morning, like, you're going to have the greatest day ever. What was that? There's that another one. Phone? <laughs> Why is that phone ringing? We Can you know. answer it? Hello? It is. Are you trying to get on the Rick Emerson show? Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. That phone never rings. Kevin Federline. It's the red, it's the, it's the Khrushchev phone. Commissioner Gordon. That's the, Mo- that must be Moscow. Okay. I'm not sure. That, oh, absolutely not. We have this great phone in here that doesn't ever I, ring. I don't know who I just talked to. What, who, who was it? It was somebody about some interview, and she's like, just tell him not to say my name. So, Richie, whatever Do lady you talked to. Name. What? I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah. Try to get caught up here. Uh, we come back. More Britney news, then more Britney news, followed by some Britney news, and finally, uh, we'll talk about Britney. Also, Scott Daly and uh, Court and Fatboy be stopping by later on. You said it's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. We're live. It's Friday. Brittany.
Somebody is suggesting we mix Oops, I Did It Again with Stop Hammer Time. <laughs> oh, you're very bad people. Well, Lacey, who's a, a real news person, who covers traditional news and, yes. and, and things of interest, just asked me in the other room, does anybody care that people are dying in Kenya? Where? Ke- Kenya. They would care if these people dying from Kenya were in Britain's bathroom. And that's about God, it. Lacey probably. couldn't hate us more some days. Yeah. Well, what can you do? What can you do? Well, I have something else here. Kenya. What can you do? Anything? Chuckle? Hello? Law enforcement ag- agencies are not pressing any charges against Spears. We are not doing anything to her at this time. Well, not at this time. At this time. They have to see what shape the bruise is. She still thinks that we're a news station. Like, she has it in her head that we're a news station. I'm sorry. I'm like, come on. I mean, we well, talk about news. She handles all our public affairs, I think. I know. Well, she does those PSAs. But, that, that, you know, that we're, I'll give it to Lacey. She valiantly tries to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. She she really, she's a true believer. And I don't mean that in a snarky way. Uh, Lacey, uh, Lacey Turner, who really who handles all of our... Um, I keep I almost say Lacey Peterson every time. I do myself. Lacey Turner, uh, who handles all of our public affairs announcements, uh, and who does a very fine public affairs program here in the weekend. She really honestly... She honestly does believe... Uh, that radio is here to make the world a better place. And and really, in, in our defense, she is of the day Paul school. Exactly. Which is good. I, I really do think, now, not to be too high-handed about this, I think that we also believe that radio is here to make the world a better place, but we have different definitions of what a better place means. Uh, Lacey thinks that it is to illustrate the ills of the world and to tell people about wrongs that need to be righted, whereas uh, I think we simply believe in the... We can't do anybody a uh, damn bit of good. No, we believe... Send that to the NAB for our, our Crystal Award. Um, doing no one a damn bit of good, KCMD. Uh, I, I think we just put a hype. We recognize the value and necessity of entertainment. And so we are here to provide entertainment to the giggling masses. Because you need entertainment to distract you from things like like the Seriously. like people suffering in Kenya. Seriously, and man. I, and I mean this. I, I do mean this. Since I take I take my entertainment. I take my fun seriously. Now that sounds silly, but I do. I take entertainment seriously. And entertainment has incredible value uh, to to humans and to society and to America and to everybody. So, you know what? So we just we're going about it. With, we're flip sides of the same coin, Lacey and us. Uh, anyway, that being said, she's still deeply ashamed of us. So what can you do? Don't forget about these savage winds. Do it to hit us between 2 and 4 this afternoon. Gusts of up to 45 miles an hour in the Portland metro area. Then on the coast, 75 miles an hour until 8 o'clock tonight. Fantastic. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, Lacey being ashamed of us, let's just... Uh, oh, wait, I've got my uh, speakers turned off here. Let's, before we do anything else... It's called Sex Panther. Oh, by Odeon. Uh, it's welcome, Richie Bristol, to the studio. Hi, Richie. Hello. All right, so you put some new vomiting sounds in here. We should let's let Lacey know right now we're going to be playing these. Um, the uh, so what have you added here? Uh, well, it's just the int- very short intro of when we were doing the, the ceremony, co- drinking the cobra. Right. This ceremony, really? Did you burn incense and wear loincloths? No, I don't know. It looked like it was like, it's like a skull and bones type of thing. <laughs> exactly. I kind of had to build my cobra whiskey. Up. Except to decline. Uh, build the courage up and stuff. All right, like that. and Jeez. he was talking about being a vegan. That and was, he totally went down. You could hear it right there. And then there's another, there's another puking here. That's is I that think... Richie pukes again? Yeah. Uh, is it clean? Yeah, it's just vile. Well, dirty, right. 
puke. So it's a sequel. Richie pukes again. This is after drinking the Cobra whiskey. By the way, if anybody doesn't know what the Cobra whiskey is, they can go to uh, myspace.com slash am970. Or you can look at that sidewalk on Burnside. Yes, or to the the undying horror of Susan Reynolds, you can go to 970.am and watch the puking video in in which Richie looks like one of the walking dead, by the way. He's all... Weaving and night visioning. Crazy. Yeah. All right. This is Richie puking again, Lacey, right here on the Rick Emerson show. Do you hold oh anything against me for doing this? I hold any liability. I am doing this entirely on my own. Oh, thank you, Richie. Are you doing this entirely on your own? I'm doing this for me. Okay. I'm just. So this is you and Adam and Timmy Ryan. Right. About to drink the. Uh, about to down the Cobra whiskey, and then only you and Adam did it. Right. All right. I'm just filming this and enjoying it. Cobra. It's sticking its head out. Look at that. Okay, you know what would be great after you do this? You break the bottle open and you get the Cobra out. Oh, God. See? You know what Timmy Ryan is? He's an instigator. He's an instigator. Because he doesn't do anything himself. You know what would be great if I stay sober and I film you chain puking all over town and eating a Cobra, Richie? Do it. Come on, man. He's an enabler. He, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The cobra. Look at that. Glistening. We wrestle the Cobra. You know the Cobra? Look at that. You know what be great if the Cobra can back the life and eat you? Okay. So I want to take you guys. Ooh. You guys should do the shot together. Ooh. Let's go. Such I an you instigator. Can't smell, Richie. Let's go. Hey. I can't smell. I just know that that. I mean, look we at that. Here it doesn't, right, when I, when the, it when doesn't the, smell good. It doesn't smell. Look at the it's, cobra. It smells really bad. Jeez. Okay, get back. I want you guys. You to already sound terrible there. Are you oh. drunk already? Uh, yeah. Because oh, you're right. You've been pounding Patron and and Pabst already. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're already home. Okay, let's take All a right. shot together. Right. Um, on three, I want okay. you to say Rick Emerson Show. Three, Thank two, you, Timmy Ryan. one. Rick Emerson Show. Rick Emerson Show. <laughs> oh, I'm running around. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's let's go back here. Let's try to. I want you to say Rick Emerson Show. Three, two, one. Rick Emerson Show. Rick Emerson okay. Show. I like it. You can hear it start and then bam, it all. Oh. <laughs> there you go, Richard. Okay. Check that out. Check that out. That's hot. Is it hot? It's all that venom. Attention advertisers. <laughs> so, um, Adam, how was the Cobra whiskey? You know, I didn't throw off like a little nasty boy here. If you'd like to reach this prime demographic, please call the sales team at AM970. <laughs> Once again, it's the sort of, not even the puking, it's the whole uh, part. Okay. Check that out. Oh man. It's all that venom. Oh my god. So, um, Adam, how was the Cobra whiskey? You know, I didn't throw off like a little nasty boy here. Oh, fantastic! And two uh, tall towers on the hillside bring the signal to you <laughs> because we did a seventy-mile radius of Portland. Because, because we did promise this, we'll play the original. This is the puking later downtown. This is, by my count, this is the third time you've puked in this next one. 
Waiting for the media to open here. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Over here. Why, hello. Hello. I'm Timmy Ryan. I'm Richie. And uh, <laughs> Richie just totally puked because he's a light drunk and he's Vietnamese and he can't hold alcohol. You can only start. That's I'm a kidding. stereotype. Anyway, yeah, that's known as. <laughs> we, uh, by the way, we bleeped out there. We removed Timmy Ryan's observations about the various strengths of the Vietnamese people and what they may or may not be skilled at. Hello. See? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> um, and he is, and he can't hold alcohol. He can only start. So this is um, the kidding. third anyway, time yeah, that's then. Known as... <laughs> okay, that again. That's known as Asian <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Right there. That is uh, Richie Bristol's mess. <coughs> Jesus Christ. And we're spent. Hey, Richie, you're disgusting. Welcome to Rookie Camp. Look, I have tear tots. <laughs> Richie, I remember my first beer, too. Richie's the mascot for Amateur Night Bush League Hour. Jesus Christ. That's funny, dude. That's hilarious. It's on his hand. It's squirming. Looks like something from the Hormel family. Yeah, it looks like something you buy at like. I need a napkin. Uh, use your pants. It's coming out my nose. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's never enough. Oh man. All right. You gonna be drinking any more of that in the future, Richie? I don't know. <laughs> that's the most. That's the saddest. I don't know. Most broken. I don't know. I've ever heard. Oh man, that really is wonderful. That's fantastic. The best part is you going. That's hot. <laughs> Oh, it was. Because I just got mustard. But I just, when you say it, it's like I just hear Paris Hilton in my head for some reason. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, have you, um, let's see, have you uh, uh, have you decided upon any sort of a slogan or a logo for the Pimp Squad, Richie? Uh, and also, people are wondering, you know, when is the next time the Pimp Squad will be roaming the Portland streets? Uh, well, they were out last night, and they want to go out tonight. Really? Mm -hmm. They're young. So do you have a new gang of peeps now, Richie? I don't know. <laughs> You're so... I'm still recouping. I mean, this guy says Tim Ryan is the Eddie Haskell of the Pimp Squad. That is kind of true. Uh, all right, fantastic. Um, let's see. All right. Um, all right. Thank you, Richie. All God right. bless you. You're a good person. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do. Uh, let's do a couple news stories, and then we'll go into the break and come back with uh, Scott Daly and so forth. It's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Well, listen to this. The Orange County Medical Examiner's Office in Florida has a new addition, an autopsy that can support 1,000 pounds. The standard used to be around 300 pounds, but more medical examiners say they need larger tables to accommodate America's expanding girth. Larger morgue drawers are also needed to carry and store the dead. Our researchers have said uh, more than 20% of Floridians are obese. The uh, Orange County Medical Examiner's Office says that means performing an autopsy on... One 300-pound person a week is a rarity, since people in Orange County, Florida, usually weigh a lot more. It's been difficult to work on large bodies on standard-sized tables, and something needs to be done. Okay. Yes? <laughs> Are we done for now? 
I suppose we are. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, because once isn't enough today. Uh, let's roll out our good friends in Nickel Arcade. This is the Britney Spears death song. I hope there's vodka in heaven. There, uh, they can be reached at myspace.com/slash Nickel Arcade sucks. Back after this with uh, Scott Daly. Straight ahead, more of Tim Riley, Sarah Dillon, Richie Bristol, myself. Your call. Stay there. It's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Don't go anywhere. In a few minutes, we'll be joined by Scott Daly from FilmFeverRadio.com. Later on, Court and Fatboy from Rock 101 KUFO will be here to talk about Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Starting at uh, 11 o'clock tonight at the Baghdad Theater. Now you're saying everything like home. Home. I heard that. Khan, I have no Khan. I have no Khan. And, of course, we're just uh, relentlessly... uh, Controlling uh, the news sources for more information on Britney Spears. In case you've just joined us or have been lodged underneath a large stone for the last few hours. So Britney Spears incarcerated against her will for a minimum of three days in a psych ward at Cedar sinai after she barricaded herself in her bathroom with one of her children, who was uh, found to be bruised, by the way. Her assistant, Britney's assistant, then had to use a hammer to break down the bathroom door. Uh, to get in and get at her. Uh, and then somebody says, This, Rick, it's just dawning on me that it took seven police cars, two ambulances, and a fire truck to get Britney Spears out of her house. WTF. 
So that is safe. And a hammer. Hammer. Rick, I joke all the time about being mother of the year, um, uh, like when I asked my seven-year-old daughter to get me a beer from the garage refrigerator. But hell, obviously I'm not doing too shabby in the parenting department. I do look like mother of the year compared to Britney Spears. I would like to thank Britney for making me feel a little bit better about myself. Um, let's see. Uh, a bunch of stuff about HDTV. I'll get to that some other point. Let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from Miles Around, airing 9 to 11 on Saturday mornings. Uh, all things a vehicular, Dennis Pitsenberger. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, it's a. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Dennis, how it's you doing? A fabulous day. It seems like it's a banner day at the Rick Emerson it's been Show. A good week, man. It can't get much better than you see someone like Brittany. I actually started to. I want to tell you this. I heard it earlier in the show today. I actually started putting together the Excel sheet. Um, oh, I, but celebrity breakdown. But I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I really need people to help me come up with a list of things that are breakdowns. Just ripped a hole in my jeans, by the way. It's a very nice. That's a good look on you. Well, not a whole, but I just ripped my pocket. Look at that. How did you do that? I caught it on the edge of the countertop here. I just tore a huge chunk out of my pocket. I love these jeans. I'm sorry. That sounds really gay. I love these jeans. And now I've just ripped them. I paid Maybe you can love them even more now. Maybe. Well, I just got to make sure that doesn't rip because then it's going to, uh, you know, my uh, expose the whole store there. Um, TM, oh, I'm sorry, that's my computer. TMZ the is live, live at Superior Court. You're such a tool. From the, from the sound. Did you really honestly, just from the sound of an... Wait, hold on. Right here. Is my computer up? Yeah. Just from the sound of an open channel. Right there. Listen. That's Just that little hiss. You were able to tell that I was on the TMZ live stream. You are a retard. I am a nerd. Yes. Hi, Dennis. I never claimed to be different. Anyway, I'm sorry. What, what Dennis? Uh, we were Well, first we were uh, talking about mom of the year, I think. No, no. Brittany. Um, the... Spreadsheet that I'm trying to accumulate uh, all the things. I, I started it just because I thought it would be fun to kind of look at what my brain could come up with. Mm -hmm. That is a task I cannot complete. Someone else has got to do that. I, I have no. I do not have the uh, the pop culture mind to come up with that because I can't even start. I, I got lost at about 15 different people that have broke down over the last 15 years. Oh yeah. Let alone the multitude of things that they've actually done. So. For me, I'm going to have to skip out on that and let someone else take that task on. I, I am not worthy of completing it. Uh, all right. Uh, so I'm. Uh, what is coming up uh, tomorrow? I know that we're all like fatigued out from the Britney Spears thing, but there is actually. Is there something happening uh, tomorrow that is of note on your program, or is it? There's just the same the same regular band of genius. No. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, not really genius. More. Uh, there is a lot of new stuff coming up. It's our new show for 2008. Not really new in the sense that it's the same show. A lot of new segments. The biggest thing I got to say is I just picked up a bunch of tools uh, from Titan Tools, one of the suppliers. Like I said, we're giving away $20,000 worth of tools uh, over the next year. A lot of new segments, a lot of new sponsors, a lot of things to get to. It's uh, the typical 10 pounds of ham and a two-pound sack. But uh, uh, it should be a great show, a lot of call-ins. And, you know, a, you know, obviously what a Corvette is. Yes. Okay. Not this week, but next week I also just got There's the confirmation. Huh? Corvette is a chip car. You don't know what you're talking about. Right? No, 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 I do in this case. A Corvette, you, dude, anything are past you kidding me? the 60s Corvettes, like the Stingray, that is a cool car. But anything like a 1980s Corvette? Mayday Malone? I mean, he drove a vet. That's uh, the, uh, the really? <laughs> of course he did. Did you? I mean, just, no, 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 I'm just saying that reference. Oh, and that you didn't even use his first name. You just went with the nickname. Oh, of course. Uh, you know, Mayday Malone. No, those what those scoop those those eighties uh, Corvettes with the scooped out hood and whatever. Those are total girl cars. Well, you're they? thinking of like Corvette Summer, but I mean, hey, that was Luke Skywalker. He drove. I'm it. saying he's cool, but I'm saying it is kind of a girly car. 
I don't pretend to know a lot about cars, but that seems like a girly car to me. Well, I mean, the cert, a certain era of Corvette, I just would, like certain era of a certain era of Camaro is a girl car. In a certain way, but I would say that I would take out not a lot about cars. I would focus on that part of the segment or that part of the sentence when you're talking about a Corvette, because I mean, a Corvette is a man's a manly car. Not so much manly by some people's definition. Sometimes it is a bald guy with too many gold chains and the top off. You know. Uh, you know, that bozo haircut flowing in the wind, but, you know, it, it's certainly not a chick car. But what I was getting to was we're going to have one of the, the new Corvette, the ZR1, came out. It's the most powerful Corvette ever. We're going to have one of the engineers on next week as well. That's very so cool. It, uh, it should be cool. It's a guy, from a car guy's perspective, it's it's uh, it's car candy at its best. So. Uh, real quickly, we don't have time to do this whole thing. Maybe next time uh, you're on. Uh, but I know you're following the Knight Rider film because isn't it a Mustang? It, it is a – no one – please no one watch that show. No one in the, No one in their right mind that has any – aptitude for cars, let alone pop culture, and even more so Knight Rider, should like, endorse, or watch this program. Because but Will Arnett, come on. Job? Michael. He's, the actor is a great choice, but from a car guy's perspective, when you take the Firebird with the light and the kit and the voice, and you put it in a Mustang, it's just... Okay, it's, well then people can just go rent Blades of Glory instead and support him, right? Or, or what's the new one coming out? I can't wait to see that, the follow-up to Blades of Glory, the uh, semi-pro, the new one that's coming out where he shoots... Uh, you haven't seen that? Mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah the trailer, semi-pro. I saw Will the Ferrell. trailer for it. When... It's another Will Ferrell mockumentary. It's another Mocky where, you know, it's there. another sports thing, and it's another... It, it, he's a semi-pro ball player. I will say this. He's a, he's found a niche, and he's just mining it relentlessly, which is fine. Uh, I think it's when we went to see The Mist, uh, and there was a trailer for uh, semi-pro, and the whole trailer is just a long, slow shot of Will Ferrell laying on his side on a locker room bench, nude with his business covered by a basketball. And then it's just like him with like a big fro, oh, a headband, God. nude, holding a basketball in front of his Johnson. Well, there's, a, there's another... Goes, oh, it's genius! I'm a dumb American. I'll go see it. So, that's it. I guess I'm a dumb American. I'll, no, see, I'll, the see, I'll see it, too. He's a funny guy. What do you, I'm, no, I'm no better than anybody else. Uh, you know, hey, when you have... Have you heard how I spent the last three hours? I, I was going to say, let's I am no, sure uh, I am no better than anyone, sir. <laughs> well, uh, you guys have fun with your Britney uh, news. You, uh, please chime in tomorrow from 9 to 11, preceded by Car and Driver, followed by the tasting room. Thank we'll you, be there. sir. All right, there. Go down to Spencer Barker. Uh, Richie started to write everything like he's writing lolcat posters. says, Laura, your wife. That is, uh, your, you are. Is this my wife? Uh, hello, hi, sir, or wife is the case, maybe. Hey, guys. Hi, how you doing? Fine, I'm calling as a Britney Spears expert. Okay. Yes. Because I'm a psych nurse, you know. Oh, that's, that is true. Uh, so, my wife does, you do work with the, uh, the, the clinical term is nutty. I work in a psych ward. Yes. And we have these hospital holds that a lot of our patients are under when they come in. Now, please so. now please forgive me for not thinking of you earlier. We actually should have had you on earlier to talk about Because you get people well, that are incarcerated because they're just bat-ass crazy. Right, right. But we get people because they're suicidal. We get people um, because they're depressed or whatever. But if you're on the hospital hold... I mean, the standard is you have to be a danger to yourself or others. All right, I, I literally have just pulled up a chair and sat down because so this is interesting. Is that so what, 51, what a 5150 is? That's California only, I think, is the okay. code. 5150, yeah, I'm not familiar with that code. but So a, a court hold, you have to be a danger to yourself or others. And 
By others, that doesn't mean, like, her kids, because they could keep the kids away from her. It's, like, in general. that Like that, she uh, might go nutty in a mall with like a gun. When, like, her, her assistant was breaking down the door, maybe she right. was, like, freaking out on her. I, I think she's probably on hold because she was a danger to herself. That And it kind of implies that there there was a, a suicide attempt. Sweet. I mean, you know, it's sweet that we have this information, that we now have, you know, that we have knowledge as to what this might be. Now, she's not going to be forced to be in there for three days. The court hold can stand up to three days, but what that means is that the doctors, between now and then, they'll have to evaluate her every day and see if she's stable or not. Now, to, to your knowledge, if she's in there, A, do they test her for drugs and alcohol? Oh, totally, right. right. right it? But, but it's a urine test, and so if she's cognizant, I mean, we have patients that, kind of refuse to do that, and, and we don't... You can't refuse it, though. I mean, if she's in there against her will, they can take it against her will, can't they? Uh, we're... I, I can't make her. Happen. You can't make her pee, I suppose, but you can... Yeah. She has to go at some point. Yeah, right, but we haven't, like, catheterized people or anything to get a <laughs> urine sample. Wow. It, how yeah, long, do, I, if, if she does, if they do do that, though, how long does it take to get the results? We can get results within a couple hours, and then they'll they'll repeat that test. And um, is she yeah. so? so talking to my, be, when did she go in? Talking to my lovely wife, by the way, who's a psych nurse. Um, the uh, so uh, when they stick her in 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 one of these places, do they put her in like the the room where there's no curtains or drapes or socks or belts? Right, right. It's a locked unit, and um, she would have to be in hospital PJs and have none of her possessions. Oh, I hope there's um, a photo. Um, when we put someone on on hospital hold, it's a close status, it's called. We have to monitor them all the time, basically. Um, they have to be, yeah, no no special possessions. They have to be in hospital PJs. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a locked unit with monitors on you and no dangerous items around, no sharp things. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, all right. But, um, yeah, she she'll be evaluated again, and it. I mean, the hold can stand over the weekend. Though, now, like if, now days. they say that they can hold her up to up to three days. At the end of three days, what has to happen? Do they have to let her go, or can then they no, make an, no. like can they extend it? If if they think that she's still a danger, um, that's then Sunday we night. have to have. Then they have to schedule court. And no, no, it doesn't. It can be longer, actually. Um, the weekend doesn't count. It's business days. Actually. So they can hold her and until Tuesday night. In our in our state, at least, it's business days. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, they have to have a court hearing or schedule a court hearing if they don't feel like she's safe. But she will be. She'll be. She'll be totally safe. Uh, what if uh, What if she like doesn't uh, eat or whatever? Or she's nutty for the next couple of days. Do they? Uh, what if somebody comes in and they're crazy and they try to feed her? And she just doesn't want to eat. We we don't force it on him. We can we'll take labs, and if they're like dangerous, like dehydration or something, we'll we'll put fluids on them. We'll give them an IV, but we won't force. Them. To what extent does does we it... can force we can force meds. Oh. Um, we can give her shot. Yeah. To what extent does it does it play into this that they had to use a hammer to break her out of the bathroom? I mean, really, her assistant had to use a hammer to break down the bathroom door because she was in there with the kid. And, I mean, does that count? Is that, In other words, is that like a strike against her right away that would lead to her maybe being held longer? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it sounds like it was a, a pretty tense moment yeah. and a suicidal type thing. And 
So I, I think she'll be there at least at least a night or two. That is fantastic. This is the best news I've heard all day. Excellent. All right. Best laugh ever. Well, because, yeah, and she's totally out of it because she doesn't have any consequences for her actions ever. So maybe this will finally be a kick in the ass. Like, she steals something in front of all the paparazzi and nothing. She's probably like, nobody can do anything to me. Well, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to Jim Roop yesterday, and I was talking about the fact that she was caught on camera shoplifting, caught on camera driving with no plates, drunk driving, we we think, uh, hit and run, so allegedly. And I was just saying to Jim Roop yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I said, when is someone finally just going to have enough and decide that the time is right to stick her in a hole somewhere? And uh, and it looks like Jesus did hear my, from my mouth to God's ear. Uh, and so now all of our dreams have begun to come true. All right. God bless us, and everyone. Then they use a hammer to break down the door. Yeah. Here's Brittany. <laughs> oh, well, good reference there. You've had your whole effing life to think about it. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you. Uh, you are the best waff ever. You rule. Okay. All right. Bye, love you. Love you. Right, bye. There you go. Bye, Laura. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, you made the best. Po- I, what was the point I told you to remember and say it today? I don't know the answer Bernie. to that. Oh, darn it. I don't think about it. Oh, how you were talking about how she's totally childlike and crazy in the way she's acting because she does live like there are no consequences. Yeah. Well, and for most of her life, because she was on the Disney show at, what, like eight years old or something? Yeah, and she was doing commercials even before yeah. that. Yeah, and so she was the family's main breadwinner and certainly the, the most let's you know the most important thing in the family from, like, the age of reason on – so she has lived essentially her entire life never having people say no to her and being able to do whatever she wants and not having the rules apply. Because think about it, she probably never went to real school. She probably had a tutor that was on set with her. She probably never really had to go to school. I was just school. reading these things yesterday, how like they were talking about celebrities who never graduated high school. Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, all of them. None of them even got GEDs yeah. or equivalents. Like That's that. the thing. It's like she never had to follow any of the basic because, you know, the, the reason you go to school is not to learn in a lot of ways. The reason you go to school is because it acclimates you to behave socially. Mm-hmm. It teaches you to behave in a certain way and, and all that stuff. And she never had any of that stuff. She, her, she spent her entire life and no one has ever said no to her and she's been able to do whatever she wants. And so that's like they said this story when she went to the court yesterday. And they said they were just like like two minutes into the – as soon as the hearing started, quote, she got really angry and stomped out and went home, drank vodka, and then took her child hostage. And it's because she just decided, like, I'm keeping the child. And they said, well, no, you have to give it back. And no one has ever said no to her. The emergency hearing at the L.A. courthouse is still going on. It's been going on since 1.30. All right. So uh, we'll have more news on that as soon as it happens. Are, is somebody standing out in the hallway? Yeah, there are a lot of something people out there. Sounds like somebody sitting in the barbershop. I can't jokes. see them, sir. Can you wave them, whoever that is, in? Wave, wave them in? Is it, is it Court and Fatboy and no, Scott? No, Scott. Oh, can we? I don't know. Yeah, Scott Daly. I don't, if he's standing in the hallway, he can't hear me. Yeah, let's welcome now to the uh, Rick Emerson radio program, uh, Scott Daly from FilmFiverRadio.com. <laughs> Excellent. Hello, Scott Daly. Hello. How are you? Out there, Gavin, with, with that boy. I do like your haircut. Well, thank you, sir. Oh yes. Yeah. Hey, your your ears appear freshly uh, trimmed as well. <clears throat> yes, they are trimmed nicely. You thank do that you. yourself? No. Who did that? So, uh, an acquaintance of mine. <laughs> really? Well, her name is Susie. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, thanks oh, for yeah. that, by the way. No, that's what I did. And I, 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 she is the one who said it. No, dude. that night I warned her. I said, "Okay, listen." <laughs> you gotta be you careful what you Rick. say in front of. Her. No, it's like she said. No, no, no. But it wasn't even that. She said it to everybody. She's like, "So I trim Scott's ear hair." <laughs> but then what's great is after that, later that night, yeah. Laura, both Laura and Jen kind of pulled her aside and said, "Okay, listen. Here's the deal with Rick's show." I remember you giving her the long lecture about don't listen. I remember that being told. Yeah. I remember Aaron telling her that very personally. Don't listen. At that point, your wife and Jen's, and Aaron's wife were like, All gave, right, her run, here, gave, her the, gave her the basically the, the, uh, the they gave her the, pr- the primer exactly, on what to do. Exactly. Uh, this guy says, thank God for Britney. This has been the best show ever. I cannot wait for the Britney strip search video to leak out. Oh. You know what's really funny? It's going to be like a Paris, uh, per, yeah, Paris Hilton thing where it's never going to come out. Oh. We never got the inside of the jail picture. I know. But what's what's great about that is the second I heard about the Britney thing this morning, you guys are the first people I thought oh, of. Of course. Like, oh, Rick's going to have a heyday oh, thing. Oh, no, show. it's true. Well, I said Sarah uh, was woken up. So many people were texting and calling her <laughs> last night about it. It actually woke her up from her sleep. I love it. What is my friend. phone doing? Oh, everyone's telling me about the Britney thing. <laughs> and then she got up at 5 in the morning to update her blog. Because <laughs> you couldn't sleep, could you? I couldn't. I was laying in bed. Because it was like, eating at you. Go to sleep. You can Look at it in a few hours, and I was like, there was this inner yep. battle for like I'm missing hour. it right now. Yeah, no, no, no. Right you now. you knew that it had to be addressed now. Fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, Tim Riley, are you working on more news for us? I am, but I don't have any at the moment. All right. Now, we'll get to that here in a short while. Scott Dell, are you reviewing something today? Uh, nothing's really out right now. Now, you said that Ju- so. when did Juno open? Because Sarah already saw it. Did you see it? When did you see it, Sarah? Um, last weekend? It must have opened last Friday. Then. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it did open last okay. Friday. It was pretty right. crowded in the right. theater. I was yeah, thinking. it looks fantastic. And uh, now, we're in a dumping ground of movies. I mean, of, of the movie time. Right, January, right. It just sucks. Uh, there's two I'm looking forward to this. This and we're seeing this in two weeks. Cloverfield, yeah, the JJ yeah. Abrams project. Well, he's got the uh, viral marketing thing going. He on does indeed. That. And Rambo comes out the 25th oh, really? of January. Oh yeah. Uh, we're giving. I, I no, shouldn't make fun. We're, trailer. No, we're doing the promote. We're presenting it. We're Sweet. doing the. Uh, we are doing the premiere of Rambo. That's Rambo. whatever Rambo, Rambo. But isn't it called Rambo Straight to Hell or Rambo? No, it's just Rambo. All right, that's it. Well, that's us. So we are. I shouldn't. I, I, I think you should have stuck with John Rambo. But I shouldn't uh, go with Rambo. Yeah, I shouldn't make fun. We are I mean, actually on, presenting that film, punching guys' heads off, punches <laughs> a guy's head clean off. It's beautiful. It's so uh, fantastic. And, th- and and at one point throws a guy into a swamp and the guy explodes. <laughs> I mean, it's genius. It's and by so genius, fantastic. I mean stupid. But I'll and be there. Terrible. Oh God. No, AM nine seventy will be presenting Rambo. So uh, be listening for that. Uh, also, I think we're interviewing Eva Longoria next week, so... I, I tried to get on that, but I got the email, oh, her, she's booked. Uh, well, I'm not, it's not a guarantee. It might not happen, but I yeah. think I think we are interviewing we Eva Longoria email. next week. Yes, we'll interview her. Sorry, uh, but... You know what sucks about this Britney stuff is that I'm not going to want to leave my house tonight. Yep. You're going to be cooked up all computer. night, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not going to leave my refresh, house tonight. Refresh. No, I know. I can't. Because, like, I'm going to leave, and then she's going to, like, kill herself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know she's awful. <laughs> and then somebody drunk at the bar is going to be like, dude, dude, you hear about Brittany? And then I'm about to run home. Walk and in, find her dangling from a drape cord. <laughs> you know it's true. You know that she'll make at least one serious attempt now. Or slumped over on a it's toilet, Denofrio style. Wow. <laughs> Smothering in her carpet, carpet like the king. Mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, who wants to take a break? Well, are Court and Fat Boy standing in the hallway? Mm. No. Well, hey, Richie, Bristol, I don't want to not do this, but we have Tim coming up here in a moment. We have to take a break. Can, Richie, can you ask, can you get Court and Fat Boy? Thank you. Uh, if they're here, I know that uh, they have the uh, Wrath of Khan thing tonight, and I want to be able to, uh, I want to mention that. I it's going to be so fantastic Tim, tonight. I have a story I'm sending you. There's enough. Is it about Brittany, really? Yeah. Is she dead yet? Shh. You see, we, we that's down? over the line. You have a countdown. See, it's too... 
<laughs> How many de- days? days? Well, I mean, we you we'll know we, we have a Deadpool. We don't want no, anyone we, to die till Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I, I lost already. Right? We have a Deadpool. December, didn't I? It was three, six, and nine. You said three. Tim said six, which would make it March. And I said nine, which would make it whatever April, I June. What was the beginning my... point of that? Uh, it was three months, so it was. It was after September. her kids got taken away. Oh, okay. It was right. it was three months back from December, which was what September. So Sarah said December, Tim said March, and I said June. Okay. Uh, so so uh, Sarah's out of it. So yeah, Sarah's out of it. But uh, you know, but it's like the price is right. You got to the closest without going over. I don't know. So it remains to be seen. We'll see. Uh, March is looking very possible. All right. <laughs> uh, no, it is. We have good feeling. March is looking. We're bullish on March. Uh, uh, all right, let's uh, welcome now. If you guys want to step over, uh, yeah, uh, let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show. I guess not court, just Fat Boy uh, from Rock 101 KUFO hoster. Hello, how are the you, my friend? Shorn Fat Boy. Yeah, yeah, you're all hairless and smooth. Yeah, I'm succulent, <laughs> grease. Well, I, I got to the point um, yesterday, and I told a bunch of my friends that I, once I got to a certain point on my head that the hairline hit. All the hair was going to go, and I looked at it uh, a couple nights ago and I uh, shaved myself bald. The war of attrition had begun. Yeah, and you, you used the phrase uh, scorched earth yesterday when describing it, and that's pretty much what my head is right now, scorched <laughs> earth. But here's the funny thing. I think there are a couple people here in the building who think I'm dying. Really? Well, oh, A, you've you lost a lot of weight. Yeah. You, you've lost a ton of weight quickly Uh-huh. Uh, for no health-related reason. No. Um, Tapeworm or nothing. No, no. no just, you dropped a lot of weight really fast, and now you're hairless. Yeah. You so, should totally you push the cancer angle. You, oh, do, you do look like cancer, boy. Do this a lot. Do like a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so weak. Get, get some cookies out of it or something. Oh, like Jeff over your mouth. <laughs> if you were a little more pale, you'd be that powder guy. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. See, that was, I, I, I like that. People have brought up like one of the dudes from Alien Three, which sort of sucks. People keep bringing up Malkovich, which you know. I can see it. I, I can see it. Yeah, but that's I, no. I can see it. But Malkovich. I gotta. Malkovich is not a, an attractive man. That's not true. That's, he's, he's, you know what? Chicks dig him. Chicks dig him. Didn't your sister serve him coffee? My sister met John Malkovich, and, and she's, she's, she said he was crazy and, like, really attractive. Like, yeah, really many chicks Malkovich is a good-looking man in a sort of an un- unconventional way. I do believe John Malkovich should be a very good-looking man. Really? Not conventional. I mean, he's not, like, Cary Grant, square-jaw handsome, but I think well, he's an attractive man. I just I think he looks kind of odd. He's very well, charismatic. No, he's, uh, yeah, no, no. Okay. He has a certain he he does have a certain kind of uh, vibe though, and well, but I do believe also appearance wise, I I would not say he's an ugly man. Okay, well, well Malkovich is better than uh, Tom Hanks in Philadelphia, which is the clear winner <laughs> that people or, keep saying. Can you say Giamatti you too? Well, Giamatti was when I was still bearded. So yeah. and then the you don't want to you don't want to look like Paul no, Giamatti. I don't want to look like Paul no, Giamatti. But I mean, yeah, people have been making jokes about me walking around with an IV singing yeah. into the singing opera. Yeah, singing <laughs> opera straight up into the sky. <laughs> crying for no reason. Then being handed an Oscar. Exactly. I lift up my shirt. It looks like I crawled out of the swamp from Stand By Me. <laughs> you are a bad, bad person. And that's that's, that's what it's. I'll work it if it gets me like some cookies or something. And by cookies, you mean cookies, 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 cookies. No, I don't mean <laughs> that because what girl goes, ooh, cancer patient? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, oh, he's dying. No, he's it's dying. maybe the, you know, it's a sympathy. I, you know, seriously. He'll be gone before you can hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm living in, in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I'm the chick that Randall McMurphy buys for Billy. I just hope you don't wind up like Seriously. Although, I do have a funny story about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. away from you. With my ex-girlfriend, I showed her One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest for the first time, and I thought it would get her, like, emotionally. I was right. like, watch this movie. It's going to make you cry. You're going to cry your eyes out. We watched the whole movie together. 
I get up out of the, the little movie room that we have, and the first thing she says, I go, what do you think? And she goes, you remind me of Danny DeVito in that movie. Uh, and I said, what? And she goes, well, no, I don't mean that bad. I mean, like, your calves. Is Danny DeVito like, in that movie? Danny DeVito is oh, in yeah, that movie. Definitely. A very only, young Danny DeVito. I only saw it once, and I disliked it intensely. Yeah. So I kind of... You disliked what? I did. Uh, to be fair... It is film to watch. It, well, it's not just that. To be fair, it's uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is my favorite book of all time. Uh, oh, uh, okay, I and it. I read it. I told the story a billion times. I read it when I was twelve, and it just it changed my oh. whole life. It changed everything. It changed. It just. I read it in two days, and it just blew my mind. It yeah. changed me as a person. And so I saw the movie years later, and it just it was the whole couldn't hold a candle thing. Yeah. So it's it's unfair to say that I didn't like the movie, but I just didn't care for it. Uh, but what is, who is he? Is he just a patient? Is yeah, he's just he's just one of the patients. He just kind of walks around and he smiles like an idiot the whole time. I'm sort of like a I'm sort of genetically predisposed to like it because I'm from Salem. I was right. born here in Portland, but I grew up in Salem, and that movie was filmed yeah. in Salem. Uh, there's a story of uh, Jack Nicholson uh, giggling because he was trying to score lids of weed from uh, people who would come out of the woods. Lids. He would talk about it. He would stand on the corner of Center and uh, I think, oh, what's that? Center and Lancaster and wait for giant bearded men looking like Brutus from the old Popeye cartoons who would pull sacks of weed out of their beards and sell them to Jack Nicholson. Oh, oh that's unpleasant. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so I'm sort of genetically predisposed. That, that's, that's my town right there. Uh, tonight. Wrath of Khan. Tonight, Wrath of Khan, uh, the Court and Fatboy Midnight Movie, charity screening for the Perry Center for Kids. $15 to get in because it's a charity, but I mean, it all the Like proceeds. you move right from the Lids of Weed story to the Perry Center for Kids. <laughs> kids. Last year we showed Sin City for the Perry Center for yeah. Kids. So, I, don't, I mean, we're obviously not good at picking the most appropriate things to uh, to preclude our and, pimping. And probably many people have never seen Wrath of Khan on the big screen. Yeah. I know, I never have. Um, I think the last time it was shown in Portland was like maybe seven years ago. It but was a I, really bad print. It was a really bad print, and I'm pretty sure you could not buy beer and uh, Cajun tater tots while you were watching the screening, nor could you uh, watch Space Seed, which we're going to be showing. That's the uh, the original episode from uh, Star Trek where Khan first shows up. Oh. So we're going to be showing that before the movie while people are getting seated, and then, boom, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. So $15 to get in. All that money goes to the Parent Center for Kids. And I am a casual Star Trek fan. Not same, a hard same here. I'm, I'm not really a hard Trek fan. For the casual Star Trek fan, is it still, is it a good movie to watch? Oh, yeah. In other words, fun. if I kind of only really know what everybody knows about Star Trek. Oh, yeah. They set up all the uh, the stereotypes slash archetypes of every character. All the exposition is there. In the first five, ten minutes, you, right. you, you get a feeling for every character. Well, I might only watch it. like one or two episodes I, of Star Trek. I might roll my old bone. And what's great about Star Trek 2 is, like... Unlike the other Star Trek films, yeah. it stands it stands alone by itself pretty good. It does. It it's, works perfectly. It's, it's its own little little story. You don't have to really know Star Trek to get. I would ask if Sarah would come out, but I know she's going to be like sitting in front, in front of, of, the, of the computer with like an a, IV from TNT. Yeah. 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 Like, does it start at eleven again? Oh uh, yeah, it starts at eleven. Okay. So. She's going to be sitting in front of her computer, like, chewing cigarettes, seriously. <laughs> Mainlining coffee. Is she dead yet? Is she dead yet? Is she dead yet? And then, no, uh, I'm not, for the record, I don't want her to die because she's too entertaining. No, 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 no. We need that. to keep her oh, alive. I know you don't want her to die, but still, no, the reason we, you're going to be glued to that computer is because that, that's the only reason you would be glued to that computer. Is she dead yet? Is she dead yet? Is she no, dead? no. The only reason. No, no, no. We Look need her We need her kept alive by force if necessary. She'll be alive. They got her in a hospital. At least for the next three days. She was giggling and goofing when they strapped her down. That's because she's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan tonight, eleven o'clock, and then Aaron uh, Geek in the City Duran will be there as well, eight yeah. o'clock, doing his comic wrap up with you guys, mm-hmm. um, broadcasting live from the Baghdad. Indeed. So if you want to see a live radio show, it's always kind of cool. I even mm-hmm. even I go by to watch it sometimes. Uh, tonight, in front of the Baghdad, or inside the Baghdad, rather, uh, starting at seven o'clock tonight yes. on Hawthorne. All right, Court and Fatboy, Rock 101 tonight. Uh, Thank you. KUFO. All right. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right uh, when we come back, Tim, you've got breaking news. Yes. It's all very exciting. I'm all a tingle. All right. Back. Oh, man. Listen to this. And and here's a zombie song. It's the best day ever. Hey, if you don't own this record, you got to go buy it right now. This is Wednesday 13. The record's called Transylvania, uh, Transylvania 90210. It's a great record. Back after this, it's the Rick Emerson Show. Brittany News with Tim Riley around the corner. Broadcasting. See, I have to leave this bed in here forever now. Uh, because of Nicola Arcade and the Fallout Boy and the whatnot. And the, hey, hey, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's a good generic bed. It goes with everything. It does. If I get to it in time so it doesn't deafen us all. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to go to, uh, is this another Britney watch? It's going to become one, yes. All right, ladies, and let's just roll. Let's open another Britney watch, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, here's yet another Britney watch today. They really ought to be selling this song. So this is breaking. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me, uh... Oh, oh. Breaking news from CBS. No, she may not be the most likely person to help Britney Spears pull herself out of her current funk she finds herself in. Paris Hilton has reportedly sent Britney her best wishes. Oh, what a what whore. A bitch. What a What a C. You bet. We love people like this. The simple like wow. Charlotte <laughs> was spotted out at Teddy's Bar in Hollywood. Upon her exit... She had a message for the singer. I'm humping your ex. Paris said she is hoping Britney will get better. Get some help. Oh, wow. And do better in 2008. She then flashed her trademark Zoolander face and hit the road. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. What a a whore. And the fact is that she was spotted bumping and grinding on Spears' ex-husband Kevin Federline. It is unlikely that Brit will take Paris' word to heart. Britney is just crazy. Britney should pretend to be sane, get out of the hospital, and that take Paris care of Paris Hilton. Take it, do what Can needs you imagine to be done. That a Paris and Britney fight. Yes. And that would fulfill oh. Aaron's dream of Britney going on a rampant killing spree. Yes. Yeah, would be Not cool. that we advocate Not killing. That, no. We're we just speculating. Everybody. Really? Best wishes from Paris? <laughs> Boy, that, what a whore. What a, what a C. Seriously. How mean is that? It's mean Hollywood style. It is. No, Steve, look at the, look at the grin <laughs> on Tim's great. face. This is a great day for news. It really is. It's like, it's sweet smell at success mean. That's a, it's it's a, what makes Sammy run mean. Too bad this wasn't sweet weeks. 
Oh, man. That'd be beautiful. Yeah, come on, Brittany. Time your breakdown better. Seriously. <laughs> I can't believe that. All right. Is there anything else breaking on Brittany right now? No, that's it. We for should Brittany. probably leave the Brittany watch open. Right, we'll leave What's it open What's the latest on, on what they found in her? Is the, task, is the report come back? Well, my is wife said, uh, oh, it's very clean. Uh, okay. said that it is a couple hours you can get the results, which means oh, they already okay. have them. The Spears family said she didn't test positive for drugs or alcohol, but no. we know that's a lie because the Spears family themselves have said that she's on like four different drugs because that's the excuse they were using for her failing her drug test for the court. And they're crazy. Yeah, and she's crazy. <laughs> uh, so she's all on all kinds of crazy pills. We know that. So uh, wow. anyway, all right, there you go. Here's a, so, uh, quick, a couple of quick um, housekeeping things. It's going to get progressively windier out there with gusts up to 50 miles an hour here up till 8 o'clock tonight on the coast, even much higher. And just to piss off everybody, the Burnside Bridge is closing down at 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> it's not going to reopen until 6 a.m. Monday. Hooray! Good timing. So that's that. All right. I'm well, done. they did. Are you done? Well, for now. Are you worn out? Are you exhausted? Oh no, I love days like this. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I just it didn't take Barack Obama to make my day. No. <laughs> <laughs> really, Barack? Who? Thank you, Brittany. Uh thank you, Brittany Spears. <laughs> All right, more from uh, Tim Riley. Four, five, six, and seven, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Tim Riley. Woo! Greatest newsman in history of the world. Back at four, five, six, and seven, top of the hour, all the way through. Uh, like us. All right. Uh man, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know well, what she, to do she, now. She, she I've can't got kill herself for the next few hours anyway. No, 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 no. So no. I think we're safe at least till Monday. And my wife did say that it's three business days that they can hold her, which means Thank you for Friday weekend. night to Monday night to Tuesday night. Yeah, because the so, weekends don't count. They yeah, don't they don't count the weekends. So, uh, wow. So she'll be at least alive at least till Monday. Yeah. And so I've got some exciting DVD news. So you we know? can all rest up. All right, excellent. Okay. Oh, there's one more thing. Oh, then. man. Oh, hold on. All right, hold on just a second. Tim's never leaving. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this going the whole day. It says here, the fat lady has sung. The Brittany K-Fed court hearing is over, and we're told on Monday there'll be a series of orders released to the public. Oh, come on! A series of orders. <laughs> I want it now! The papers have gone home. K-Fed never showed up at the hearing today, but he didn't have to. He was around the courthouse earlier today. Stacks of papers went to the judge. So, uh, anyway, we'll find out what happens Monday. Come on! No, oh. I tell you, yes. No, she's, she's lost her children. It's They're done. They're it's done. been like ten different Christmases today anyway. I know. I want more, though. I'm greedy. Well, she, she, she's she's never going to see those kids again. No, never. No, that was a, she's never, never going to see those kids again. She can sit in the bathroom and drink vodka alone. <laughs> in the tub with the shower on. And he's out. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, I can say that I'm really looking forward to Monday morning now. I am. I can't wait for Monday to get here. Thank God it's Monday. Have you set up Google News Alerts for Brittany? Uh, you know, you can have it sent to your phone. You can have, you can, depending on the phone you have, you can actually set Google or Yahoo to send a message to your phone yeah. whenever there's a new Britney story. Oh, yeah, boy. The problem, though, is so depending on the site you use, sometimes it's like every Britney story. And so if it's like ten different versions of the same scoop, it fills up. It, but oh, you can't okay. actually do that, though. I think Bruce Agler, of course, had his phone instead of like, if there was news about That's why Squid whatever. always knows, because he does that, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's all very exciting. Well, <laughs> we got, well, I don't even know what to do now. We got a whole segment to fill. Hey, let's talk about Zodiac. Oh, is that out? Was yes, that out now? Yes, that comes out to this week, yeah. Did it come out on Tuesday or on next Tuesday. Tuesday? I believe it's this Tuesday. Oh, then, not, I'm, it's coming up next oh, then Tuesday. I'm going to buy it. It's I'm going to buy it right now. It's I'll a buy it beautiful two-disc. Have you seen the cover? Uh, I have. It the looks cover, like a Zodiac letter. A Zodiac letter. It's so fantastic. Uh, the and film I, itself only has seven extra minutes. Yeah, but there's like a commentary there's and crap and stuff on there. Yeah, well, Fincher, uh, Fat Boy and I were talking about this, actually. You know, you know what people don't really realize? For As much as David Fincher has geek cred... Do you realize that almost all of his movies have been financial failures at the box office? They have. 
Uh, except seven. David seven Fincher was pretty successful. Uh, you know, uh, but he did. You know, like uh, all most of his films. Fight Club didn't do well at the mm-hmm. box office as much as people think it did. Um, Alien Three, of course, legendarily failed at the box office. Panic Room failed. Panic Room didn't do well at the box office. Zodiac didn't do well. But the thing is, it doesn't matter because they've learned that they can make all of that money from his audience on DVD. Exactly. Because guys like me. I'm not even like the biggest Fight Club fan, but I bought the special edition DVD. I bought the special edition seven DVD. I bought the special edition Panic Room DVD. Yeah, I will buy the spe- I, yeah, I yeah. will buy the special edition Zodiac DVD. I will, as will I, uh, because I'm such a huge fan of, of the way his movies are made. Um, so um, I'm totally by that. On, on this week's episode of Film Fever Radio, we announced last week I talked about our Film Fever annual first annual Booyah Awards. This week we have our nominations. They're posted at geekinthecity.com. They're also on our show this week, as well as on our MySpace, Film Fever Radio MySpace page. But Zodiac, we nominated Zodiac for a few things. Fincher's been nominated for Best Director, um, Best Cinematography for Zodiac, Best Screenplay for Zodiac. Um, You know, it it unfortunately got released so early last year that you kind of forgot that it was 2007, which is a shame when a film like that gets released and kind of goes by the wayside. Uh, let's see. So, like, uh, best... Um, do you have one for best movie? We have, uh, our best movie award is going to be Aaron and I, Aaron's pick and my pick for our okay. favorite film All of right. the year. So we're going to announce that the night of our awards. Um, let's see. Oh, best trailer. I can't believe for best trailer you don't have The Dark Knight on here. Dark Knight doesn't come out until 2008. These are films that were released in oh, 2007. Oh, but you okay. notice what we have on there. Machete. Yeah. Machete. He gets the awards. <laughs> he gets the girls. Mach- That's, they just <laughs> he F with the, the wrong Mexican. <laughs> Man, fantastic. But yeah, we got best trailer, best visual effects, uh, best soundtrack and score, uh, best director, actor, actress, uh, script, a whole bunch of things. And uh, so now, so yeah, go to geekinthecity.com. Submit your, your votes for, for who you think we should win each award. And on February 23rd, the night before the Oscars, we are having our own Film Fever Radio Booyah Awards ceremony at Sam's Billiards in uh, the Hollywood District. So All right, and that's when? Come out when February 23rd. Okay, excellent. February and we're going to obviously be, be whoring that like crazy over the next few that. weeks. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All so right. we're going to have prizes and all kinds of good stuff. I'll so, play a little thing here. I'll take us into break. We'll come back and do the final segment after this. It's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. They called him Machete. Seven dollars a day for the yard work. Hundred for roofing. Get in. One twenty-five per septum. Sewage. Have you ever killed anyone before? As you may know, illegal aliens such as yourself are being forced out of our country at an alarming rate for the good of both our people. Our new senator must die. And for that, I will pay you $150,000. Cash. He was given an offer he couldn't refuse. I'd cost the most. Because I'm the best there is. Set up. Double-crossed. And left for dead. I took a vow of peace. And now you want me to help you kill all these men? Yes, bro. I mean, Padre. See what I can do. He knows the score. He gets the women. And he kills the bad guys. 
But they soon realized coming after us. They just with the wrong Mexican. Suspense. Action. Emotion. Please, Father, have mercy. God has mercy. I don't. If you're gonna hire Machete to kill the bad guy, you better make damn sure the bad guy isn't you. Machete. Rated X. We have five minutes here? Really and truly. What am I going to fill five minutes with? I know. What did you fill four hours with? <laughs> Zing. Touche, Sarah Dillon. <laughs> All right. Do people possibly have anything to say to us today? We can find out. Yes. We haven't talked to anyone let's on the take, phone today. Let's do random phone calls. We will not take your random phone calls about anything. Uh, for the next five minutes, 503-733-2970. We will now fill the remainder of today's program with your random calls, observations, comments, questions, or queries. It's 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. Please now to call with your random bits of input about, you know, whatever. I cannot believe, by the way, we'll wait here. I, we're having to wait till Monday for this. Does it say what time Mon- Perez Hilton is? Like, I can't believe we have to wait till Monday for the. Does it say what time Monday they're going to release all the Britney Spears no, at the it court? If it's court, I'd probably say 10 o'clock. I guess. Uh, well, you, know the, the, you know, the thing that sucks for us is that it all happens on the West Coast, which means we don't even have the time zone advantage working for us. Because otherwise we'd come in and it would already be here. Although we do have the, I guess we should be glad in some way that this all does happen on the West Coast because that means it unfolds during our show. If this all happened in New York, a lot of it would I have be so. over by the time we came on the air. That's true. So, that's true. All right. Uh, well, let's just take random phone calls here until the end of the program. Hello. Hi, random caller. You're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hey, Rick. It's Mailman Brian from the Grove. Hello, so, sir. Hello again. Hi. Yes, what's up? Yeah, uh, just uh, wanting to say that uh, this windstorm that Tim's talking about, there's nothing happening out here yet. Where? All quiet on the Western Front, like the People's Republic of Lake Oswego. Well, it's supposed to happen between 2 and 4 and then to peak around 8 p.m. Yeah, but Lake, Lake Oswego is, is protected, isn't it, by that kind of thing? It's protected by By an invisible force field of money. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And by huge piles of money. Yeah. Yeah. Have right. a great weekend, you Thank guys. you, sir. All, All right. right. Bye, bye now. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Random caller, hello. Hello, Rick. This is Random Caller. Hello. Uh, did you know that there's an Oceana Airlines billboard on McLaughlin? Sarah? There are two of them? There's one on McLaughlin oh, yeah, and one on MLK. Turns into ML- okay. Yeah. No, okay, yeah, maybe, MLK. yeah. Yeah, there's one it on McLaughlin, right too. We're, we're yeah. turned into MLK. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, we also want to congratulate our friend Chris Sneathan, uh, who uh, wrote a whole blog about it and took a picture of it for his onthevig.com website, which USA Today then talked about. So oh, congratulations, wow. Chris nice Sneathan. Cool. Nice job, Chris. Uh, and, all right. Yes. And one other, one other random thought. There's an easy place for you to go drop off your Christmas tree at the St. Ignatius School right by your house. Right. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, St. Ignatius. Not that I'm is, stalking you or anything, but uh, I know that, that you live near there. 41st and Powell. Yeah. Yeah. With the little uh, South Park children. No, no, no. But that's. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, a bunch of us from the Geek Squad all had a. Uh, all had a. We went to the spaghetti feed there last year. I remember uh, you talking about this. We all went to the St. Ignatius spaghetti feed, where they had terrible wine and bad white bread. So Very yeah, good. I may drop my tree there this weekend. And thank you, sir. Bye. All right, there you go. Nothing. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna close my windows now. All right. Because it's not. Up because there. and why? Why torture yourself? Yeah. Hi, random caller. You're on the Rick Emerson show. The movie singles. Yes. They're hanging up a flyer for the Citizen Dick Band. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. 
The supporting group on that flyer is? Sweetwater. Yes. Just thought I contribute. I didn't know if you knew that. Okay. Thank you, sir. Right. Thank you. I watched Singles the other day. And right. I can't believe you don't like that movie. Who you think? I love that movie. I thought you said that you didn't like it, that it was no. your least favorite Cameron Crowe movie. I've never said that. Oh, really? I'm, no. Yeah. I no, I like I like singles. Okay, um, good. I love singles. No, singles is a great film. Um, favorite Cameron Crowe film, Vanilla Sky. Uh, because he didn't write it. Because it's, exactly. he didn't write it. Exactly. Um, no, I, I like I do love singles. I do. Uh, it's it's not a perfect film. I think it's it's you know flawed in in some ways. But you know what? I'll take a bad or you know I'll take any Cameron Crowe film over you know pick other film at random. Ironically, <laughs> um, and the other thing about singles. Here's the great thing about singles because he doesn't fake it because he's from not only the rock culture but also from Seattle. Obviously, and so he—I hate to say it sounds so corny, but I mean, Cameron really kind of lived it, like he was in that culture. It is probably the best time capsule I have ever seen. He gets it. Of That's exactly that. what it was like. Yeah, he exactly. doesn't. You, when you watch a Cameron Crowe film, you never feel like he's pretending to be like hipper than he is, or to know a culture he doesn't really know. That is probably the best time capsule I've ever seen of that era, musically, culturally, and especially in the Northwest. It really feels like the Northwest during the early '90s. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hi, this is Philip. Yes, what's up, sir? Uh, yeah, I wanted to call yesterday. You were you were kind of inquisitive about the Bonnaroo Festival. Yeah, Zeppelin might be playing there. What is it? Yeah, uh, okay, Bonnaroo started about four or five years ago. It started with a bunch of promoters, and they wanted to do like this hippie kind of show, kind of slash hip-hop slash electronica. Right. And it uh, developed into this giant thing. I went one year, actually. Uh, you got from... like 10 seconds. We're almost okay, done. sorry. Uh, there's about 300,000 people that attend every year. Excellent. A bunch awesome. of hippies. Well, I may try to go this year because Zeppelin might be there. Thank you, sir. Cool, thanks. Bye. Thank you. No time to be fair to another caller. Uh, we'll be back on Monday when we have Britney Spears court decisions. <laughs> we want to thank CNN Radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins for joining us today. Scott Dowley from FilmFeverRadio.com. Rick Emerson, show produced today and every day by the lovely and talented Sarah X. Dillon for AM 970 Solid State Radio in the newsroom. Tim Riley and the phones. Richie Bristol, the gatekeeper, has back. He's back. He's Dave Zinn. Susan Reynolds is our marketing guru. And Bridget from upstairs, our image mistress. Uh, as always, uh, don't let the bastards grind you down. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Like us next. Donna Mike at 7. Uh, watch out for snakes. See you on Monday. Bye now. Let's get down.